play Magic. <laughs> Talked about Magic. Exactly. Talk about how you guys love playing Magic but never get to play. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh, so seductive. I'll take you to the comic shop. I'll let you look at cards till we pop. Go ahead, man, don't you stop. Keep going till they hit the deal on Locust God. Whoa! I'll take you to the comic shop. The man behind the counter say one taste is what I got. I'll have you spending all you got. Keep it going till you hit the deal on Gaius Cradle. Whoa! <laughs> And I don't want to. I want to do the last part because this part I practice so much and I yeah, can't yeah, get it right. Right? No, keep going. This is where keep I was going. gonna stop and I was like, no, nope, I gotta get this. this is from Jeremy, by the way. Anyways, <clears throat> you could have it your way. How do you want it? You're gonna back that toughness up, or should I get the power up on it? Temperature rising. Okay, let's tap things up to the next level. Battlefield jam packed, hot as a tea kettle. Then at the end, he has time to drop that wrath, boy. <laughs> that part. <laughs> all right okay okay so it's candy shop yeah 50 cent and yeah. little kim yeah no it wasn't little kim oh the brat no no, no, no. that's little kim uh it didn't look like little kim i'm pretty sure i'm uh, always right looking up. so because cindy thought it was little kim too she thought it was um the magic stick which is little kim hmm but it, I think it's just 50 cent, and it is a chick. But what chick is Oh, we got candy shop. I'm pretty sure it's a little Kim. It's not. It didn't look like her. I just watched. She the, was wearing a lot of wigs at that point. Come on. The, Featuring the, Olivia. That yeah. wasn't. That's not anybody. Yeah. No, it's this it's girl. It's not little Kim. I swear. I saw the video. It's Interesting. not. It's not little Kim at all. Hmm. That's why, otherwise, I would have. Pretty sure that's just like Mandela effect stuff. <laughs> I would have agreed with you if I hadn't have seen the video. I'd have been like, oh, yeah, but I had to watch the video so I could get the rhythm in. <laughs> I mean, I do have this on my my uh, my playlist, but I, I wanted to watch That's the video. That's pretty controversial. Check in on Twitter. Look Twitter. At the, the Twitter, the poll, and it's going to be, is it Olivia that says it on the, the Vivo YouTube, or is it actually Lil' Kim? It's not everybody Lil knows Kim. it's Lil' Kim. I promise it's not Lil' Kim. All right. Great, great choice, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, that you really got me. But it says 50 Cent featuring Olivia. Look it. Uh, yeah, no, I can read. I saw it. Welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. <laughs> I am Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. Still cousins. Still cousins. Still cousins. Can't stop us. You cannot stop us from being cousins. This is episode 60. Oh, yeah. It and, is. And uh, the big 6-0. Uh, feel what old really no yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> feels like a year per episode it is weird that we did the double cast and then we did play last week which it's a little yeah, yeah. foreshadowing of what we're going to talk about today uh it's been so long but then we didn't too. record after that so it was kind of weird because we had all this stuff we played a shit ton of magic this entire episode's all about last weekend basically <laughs> so the last week's podcast was a week old and now this one's just going to talk about the week stuff that yeah. happened ago a week a week, <laughs> yeah, a week stuff that talking is so hard it's a good thing we have a podcast yeah. we, the week stuff that happened ago <laughs> i'm talking like my four-year-old <laughs> like the, he's like, you need every, more friends he says you're just hanging out with four-year-olds everything is after night so like yesterday and last night is after all night. after night <laughs> and then, then when he's like saying like he's talking about something that's on the back of something. He calls it the back of the front. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You four year old. 
Uh, anyway, so yeah, um, a lot has we, happened. We, we plan on talking about some games that we played last week. Uh, we got invited over to a listener's house, yeah, Mike. Uh, thanks for having us over. We'll talk about some of those games. And then we went over to our buddy Trombley's place. And played 13 hours of Commander. Which uh, was awesome. felt really good. Yeah, it was. felt really good. It's like going to a spa day, just, <laughs> but it's a magic day, a Commander day. So the funny thing about that is normally when I have a long day of magic like that, when I go to bed at night, my dreams are all magic related. Like it's like going like the games happen, but that night it didn't. For some reason, I didn't. You had a, a clear conscience. Yeah, going it was. To bed. It was probably the first time that's ever. Have happened. you ever gone like long time canoeing, like a week or two? No. Well, I, I no, not a, like you just after like canoeing. day three or four, you're like you're literally <laughs> paddling, paddling and you wake up and you see somebody else next to you paddling <laughs> yeah. in their dreams. It's crazy stuff. Well, uh, that's the thing is, I feel like I get zero sleep after our long games of magic because I. I'm just dreaming about magic. And I'm like, God, I'm not fucking sleeping. I'm playing magic still. And I The entire week since we've played, I've just been messing with decks going, I didn't like this. I like this. And all I can do is change just decks change at this decks. point. Change decks. And you also probably yeah. checked out spoilers. Yeah. So uh, a bunch of cards were spoiled. I think over... It was over 65 cards out of the 240 there was that have been spoiled. No, it's much over 100. More. It's, all it's like, already... Yeah, it's like so over half spoiled yeah. at this point, which is ridiculous. Uh, and we are going to focus in on planeswalkers. the planeswalkers that have been spoiled so far. There's going to be 36 total, and I believe we should be roughly talking about like 28-ish of them. Yep. Uh, so there's a couple of them that we're still waiting for, some big ones that we're waiting for. But yeah, Fugan, <laughs> these are pretty sweet. Cool. I, I'm sure a lot of you have already seen these if you haven't, but we're just going to kind of break them down and talk about how excited we, we are yeah, about them. How big of a smith we'll boner we have smith specs of the week at the end of that and that should tie in a little bit with some of the the cards yeah for sure that are happening yeah. then that's that's kind of the cool thing like with uh spoiler season uh that's when i try to have a quite a bit of funds sitting in my paypal account from selling cards and stuff i try to mm-hmm. save up because there's things that happen and it's like well for example the wall commander and ninjas that there's a card that makes other cards spike. And there's a couple cards that have already done sure. that with this, sure. especially with the Planeswalkers that have happened. And we'll kind of talk about that as we go here. Um, but first, should we talk about the... What? what we should hey, if for- you want to like be in contact with us more... Uh, we started up a Patreon account about a month ago. So we just are sending out our first we're sending orders. Out the proxies here. Orders. I shouldn't say the orders. Day. Yeah, they're not orders. <laughs> no, no, no. We are gifting them out. <laughs> giving them. We don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, no, they're not giving out to our we're Patreon giving, people because yeah. they are great supporters of yeah. us. So the first batch has uh, gone out, or is, is, you're taking they're, them they're out They're going tomorrow. to when this is getting, yeah, oh, yeah. when it's so being today. sent out. So, um, and then uh, we really appreciate any sort of donations that go towards us because that makes our life a little bit easier and makes it easier to do. We do have a new patron uh, that got in on April 1st. April 1st, so we just so missed, didn't count missed for the March, March proxies of the month. But uh, Devin Neff, we really want to say thank you so much for, sure, for yep. being a patron, uh, patron, a new one. So Devin will be able to, at the end of April, choose from any of the proxies of the week from for the month of March. Month month of april april it is april now <laughs> from the month of april, april you get to go back a month but yeah yep. so uh i also a uh, couple proxies so i did a proxy last week oh i don't remember which one did i do oh land tax no yes yeah land right. tax land tax last week and then i did a bonus one so sometimes a month we'll have a bonus couple of them in there so you i might, you'll you potentially have more to choose from than just four yeah you, at a minimum you'll have four i threw out uh, i designed two of them on friday just because i was like ah i really want 
a nice gorgeous. sensei's top yeah and that's yeah. on twitter you can go on twitter and check that out sensei's top and a lord of the soul ring <laughs> get it no i got it i tweeted <laughs> it and i just tweeted lord of the ring soul ring and i was like and i sent you it out it. and then i fucked it up i was like damn it i should have done lord of the soul <laughs> ring yeah. yeah it looks no, badass the thing is with the soul really ring good. we own what how many copies do you have I've been trading mine. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a good I idea. I don't need 25 of them. I have 30 to 40 yeah. of them. So, so I always have, even though they're $5 cards, they're in every single one of my decks. Sure, yeah. you know, I have I, like 20. Yeah. I make sure to <laughs> send them out for two, idea. three bucks on Cardsphere. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I, I do want to put this in a deck because it looks freaking awesome. But yeah, so that's this month we already have three. And we're yeah, only and that's weekend. on Twitter. And then, uh, so yeah, Patreon, anything there would help. And we, we want to expand what we're doing, you know, doing videos. That's going to be tough here up until probably 2020 at this point, but we'll we'll do our best to get we'll do yeah, box openings, building the house and all that is what you're saying busy wise. Yeah. yeah. We're going to still try to get it get it we'll in there. We'll try and do stuff, We're gonna but try there's to no get promises it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it know. always a daily mm-hmm. struggle <laughs> trying to get it in? I just give up so far. <laughs> I I don't know how to speak. What the <laughs> I just I just skipped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking's awesome by the way we're drinking uh, oh, i haven't even drank it yet scott brewery um mosca mule uh it's a ginger ale with lime in it what? it's a 23 year uh celebration for scott brewery uh they're out of durango colorado which is where my sister lives oh sweet cheers oh you like that i like that a lot Thank God. here take mine <laughs> Did you grab a different beer just so you could have... You knew you were going to be a dick like that, weren't you? It was easy. I had one last night. I did not enjoy it. So you get two. Did you even drink it? No. (laughs) I will be drinking a cold-pressed porter from Fulton, and I will much more enjoy Mm, this. I I have no idea what this one tastes like, but I'm looking forward to this. Thank you, Lowry. Mm 6.12% alcohol. Ooh, I like mine a lot. Mm. That's really good. 6.4% 6.4% alcohol. Fulton, cold press porter. You did a good job there. I got two beers. Yay. <laughs> uh, speaking of beers, what was the beer? Do you remember the beer that was uh, so not I sharing had with Adam? Omni. Uh, from Twitter, I, I, I do the uh, not sharing, not sharing with, with, Adam. with Adam. And it. I was going to share this Omni uh, double IPA. But he's a greedy it's bastard and just kept drinking it. Fad, freaking awesome, delicious. <laughs> and it was amazing. I had one Wednesday. I'd try and test them out when I'm going to share it with Adam. And then uh, I was like... I want one Thursday and Friday and <laughs> I guess Saturday. All right. Adam does not get this. It was, it's really, You cannot really get good. this. You cannot get this. <laughs> it was delicious. So I, uh, that should taunt, be your, I taunt Adam on Twitter with the beers he doesn't get. That basically. should be your, uh, your GIF GIF is with a uh, Borat. I'm really not. You cannot get this. I <laughs> could do that. Uh, all right. So we do stuff on Twitter. You yeah. can follow that. Check out Patreon. And then YouTube is a free way to do uh, support us uh, if you want to subscribe. We'll like, watch yeah, we'll do over the, there. So we are starting. It's April. So we're doing the drawing of the month. At the end of April, we'll do a drawing from the subscribers. So everybody that's on that list, we will just contact you randomly. 
potentially just one of you roll a number and be like hey this is the person that wins it and contact you and see if you want a proxy so that's a free way to do it and potentially get a prize out of it and it also supports us as a show all right and then the last thing is you can email us if you ever have questions song ideas like these the song the beautiful song i just did today Mm, yes beautiful would be (laughs) not a word i would use to describe it but uh Uh, and then if you want to tell us that we were wrong which uh, i would prefer you to email us instead of putting it out on youtube (laughs) (laughs) yeah point it but uh so we were wrong on azusa lost but wait, seeking. Wait, wait. this is a segment i have the we were wrong thing i gotta plug in there mm. okay now you can talk it was a really smooth transition <laughs> yeah. until you stopped me uh so i had stated that azusa you can always just like play a land during one of your main phases in interact like if somebody goes to kill it you can play two lands uh, that is inaccurate um you can play a land whenever you have priority uh, but the stack, it, there is nothing on the stack. Yeah. So you um, could play Azusa and then you hadn't played your land hold, yet. Hold priority and, and play, play two land. extra land. Yeah. So you can do that. But if you played Azusa and then you pass, pass priority, priority and then they go, I kill that, you can't go, oh, what? I'm land, now playing land. two land because yep. they go at sorcery speed. So, so make sure you hold priority if you plan on lay, laying your lands so that people don't just straight up kill it as soon as they can. Yeah. So. Uh, you can address those on the title. Lowry was wrong because now it's three for three. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is mostly my fault. <laughs> I like to push the boundaries a little bit, I guess. Well, I think what happens is like whenever I have a question, if it's borderline, I'm like, you're my go-to. You know, you're. And apparently, I'm if, wrong we, if we had judge levels, you'd be the the one level higher step on the judging level than me. If we had levels of that, you get what I'm saying. So I'd be yeah, like yeah, a level yeah. one judge or level two. So when I like, if we're at the group, if there's sure. multiple things going on, you're normally we try to split us up if we can, but normally it's a roll of the dice. That is what it is. Uh, but if I can't figure out, Larry's my backup, and if he can't figure it out, then we go to Ask a Judge online, which is, if you guys aren't using that, that's a great source to It's a good tool. Figure we'll out. use it for another thing that we'll, that we'll talk, talk about, about later. Playing. <laughs> but we are also wrong, but we found out beforehand, so we don't have to do a segment on it. Correct. <laughs> Alright, so why don't we jump into things? So we're going to start off today uh, with our spoilers. Oh, wait. Do you no, we're going we're gonna to do playing. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about yeah, the games that we got. Games. We got in a lot of games last weekend, which is super awesome. So a listener, and I took uh, notes. <laughs> Mike invited us over to his place, and he's within spitting distance of Adam randomly. Uh, and if you can spit <laughs> far, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so we, he invited us over. We played with some of his neighbors. We got in a. We want to skip the sixty card game. Yeah, right we now. didn't. That was so we got a seven person commander oh, came man. in. <laughs> we were kind of that just was like huge. We should split up. Oh, let's just all go. We're like, okay, this <laughs> okay. is gonna be brutal. <laughs> that game lasted <laughs> the entire uh, night. Besides, like three hours. Yeah, it was, it was at least three hours. It was pretty ridiculous, but it was. Uh, there were some interesting things. I think the most notable thing. What did you play? I played Arcades. And I played uh, Gahiji. Looking back at it, uh, any games that are four or more, I should be playing something that's more of a mass. Like, I should be playing, like, Nekasar. Something that hits everybody, or ninjas. And that's why I did Gahiji. I was trying to, like... That has, whenever an opponent I I have is attacked those creatures get plus two plus oh mm-hmm. so i was like oh i'll speed the game up while Everybody's allowing attacking. people to be more aggressive see and- i never even played gahiji <laughs> i got 
effed. Yeah, so it was... <laughs> but we'll get there. The, the reason I chose Arcades is because I was like, okay, this is going to be non-threatening. I'm getting walls for blocking because we have... Six, mm-hmm. I'm playing mm-hmm. against six other people. I'll have a defense up, and then in the end, I can run through and kill somebody. Really, what with that big of a group, it does need to be like what you're doing, where it's more of everybody's getting hit. or So that's why I should have played... I should have played my uh, Eureka or uh, Necrosar. So that's that's, a- that's something to think about if you're in a big game. Uh, don't it, being passive is going to make the game last forever. Yeah. If you're like a control deck, you might not make it because you might not have enough resources to like deal with that either. Yeah. But if you allow everybody to be ag- aggressive and get the game moving, I think that's the best you way to choose. Also don't want to play your most aggressive deck because six people against one, you are going to also lose. Also true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's more like affect everybody instead yeah. of be overwhelming. Yeah, so that's why I think that's the looking difference back, there. Necrosar was my number one choice because when I played it at Tromley's the mm-hmm. next night, I was like, ah, oh, this was the deck I should have played because that one, people are drawing cards and you're taking damage, but people are getting extra cards. So people like that. Like moving the game about, yeah. further along. And so, so, yeah, that, I mean, the big things that I remember from that game was like uh, somebody across the board was playing Rashmi mm. and they they had oh my turn, gosh, yeah. turn three Rhystic Study yeah. and then they... Uh, hit their land drops, hit a couple of uh, mana rocks, and then got the blue Elder Dino that allowed you to draw a card whenever somebody played a non. That was spell. ridiculous. He ended up having like eighteen cards in his hand per turn. Yeah, like and, that was stupid. And we could not get rid of that that freaking. Yeah, because he could just discard three cards it and it blinks, blinks itself. So. <laughs> Fast forward, there was an instance where we a card that we didn't even know really existed. I, I hadn't. It's it's too chaotic for me. Yeah, so I don't really. The Great Aurora. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. It was so cool. The funny thing is, it was Mike who cast it, who invited us over, and yeah. I was sitting next to Mike, and he every you know there's seven people talking and all that, and he like throws it out, and I like grabbed it right away, and I was like. Oh shit! And everybody's like, "What? What?" And he's like, "You guys got to read this card." I was like, "Oh my! Everybody, take your hands, your so lands, he, yeah, everything, all in the permanents play. in play, and all the cards in your hand get shuffled in, and you draw that many cards, and then you get to put all the land from your hand after you're drawing into play." It was crazy, and so, um, yeah, like so much is going on. But I went from like I was already land light. Like, I had, like, five or six while others had, like, nine available mana and stuff like that. Because that's what the Great Aurora mm-hmm. costs. And I went down to three land. Yeah, that sucked for you. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> I am so effed. And I basically didn't do anything after that. Like, I it was I got uh, the green-white Hualti before the uh, Great Aurora. And I ulted that. And so whenever I had a creature come into play, I got to draw a card. After the Great Aurora, I never played another creature. So you never got to never use drew that. another card. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, I got totally. I forgot hosed. that you had the emblem on you, and yeah. you didn't. Get I just got sucks. worked. Yeah, I actually, so it was perfect timing. I just I got really after that. I kind of like you were out. I was just scrambling, wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Just I ended up and being I was the first the, one dead there. The too. last one alive, or not last one? The the precon. Lord Windgrace, Lord Windgrace won that. Not changed at all, won that game. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Because they drew like 29 cards <laughs> off of the Great Aurora and put 14 land into play. Had like a 15, oh, 15, uh, like just <laughs> making these crazy ass tokens. And yeah. so it was pretty insane. Yeah, uh, once that happened, it was 
they became enemy number one. Yeah, but we couldn't do anything about it at that no. point. So, and I didn't. I have probably seven to eight board wipes in that, like one-sided board wipes, and I didn't draw a single one, even with. Oh really? From the beginning, and then reshuffling all that stuff back in and redoing it again, I didn't draw a single one of them. Oh, that's like, true. Yeah, Arcades like, does geez, have a lot of like. How board did wipes. I not do that? But whatever. It was. It was still fun, but then we switched it after that game, and we played something that we've never played. We've talked about playing. Yeah, Adam so we, number two has mentioned about playing it, and we we did get a game of Emperor in after that. Which was pretty interesting. Uh, I liked it. So I did re- read through the rules, and we were a little wrong in playing that game. And so, oh, we were? Yeah, oh, just I a little we bit. Okay, well, I, I, did, I went on right to it. Yeah, okay. So there was one thing that we missed. So basically, <laughs> there are uh, the way we played it, we had three people per team, so six total in the game. Emperors are in the middle, and they have uh, what is called influence of two. So they can affect the the lieutenants. And so, like, that person or the your teammate people. and then yeah. the opponent's uh, side person. Yeah. The side piece. And, oh, yeah. uh, and so they were able to affect those two. The lieutenants only had a influence of one. So they could either help the uh, their emperor or affect who they're basically kind of going against and so if you wrath the board you're only affecting your emperor and the guy across from you who's mm-hmm. basically your other lieutenant or you know if uh the emperor wrath the, the board it, it would affect everybody them. but the other emperor yeah and so uh that was it was a pretty interesting where way did to go we about go it. wrong with it uh or so that- the thought was the emperor was able to hand off creatures if they cast them mm-hmm. uh and it's a slight rule so like we had played it where the emperor just cast a spell like a creature and gave it to me to whereas it's a tap ability at sorcery speed for any creature so if i had a creature i could tap it at sorcery speed and give it to the emperor or the other lieutenant oh, so anybody could. on your team oh that could have so that's that's a slight difference changed a little not really changed much i guess yeah i mean for <clears throat> me i played gahiji again because i was like well this deck can be really fast mm-hmm. and i just and i played yuriko yeah and i just kind of steamrolled the guy across from me and then i dealt the emperor the next turn like 60 some damage oh i knew you hit him twice because that's what I wrote in my notes is that you hit him the first time for half his life. So 10. Yeah. And then I killed my guy that I was going against with Yuriko. I wasn't even paying attention to you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the well, other the thing. The funny thing is, really, is, like... Yeah, well, I, I knew what you were going on. I could just couldn't stop you. And so there was nothing I could do. When, but we screwed up. Oh, yeah, up. we were on the other team. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so I was just one turn behind you from... Wipe- and the thing is, is your emperor kept taking my my evasive creatures away so because yeah, it made my, me drop two was turns my back. emperor and he just had a bunch of pingers which deals with the eureka evasion mm-hmm. perfectly it was it was pretty sweet so mine just kept getting killed and so it took me two like i was just two turns behind you because i lost my creatures to get a, evasiveness yeah. and kill them um and then actually mike and i had a misplay because mike was my emperor uh oh mike was yours yeah mike was, Who mine. was mine you had the guy that uh, you were helping with the, the deck. Um, ben? Yeah. Okay. So he was yours, and Mike was on my right. my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, But we had a misplay where... Where was it? Da, da, da. And Magic's a difficult game, people. Yeah. And so misplays had, do happen. He had a, a an assist card, which was play of the game. 
which, oh, oh, so okay, yeah. I so we saying. misplayed. I knew he had it because he showed me at the very beginning of the game. And then I didn't even think about it because you're focused on your hand and everything. And then when it came down to, okay, Larry's going to kill you next turn. How do we keep you alive? And I was like, oh, wait, don't you have that one card? And he's like, oh, yeah, this? Well, I was all he, tapped out. You were tapped out, and he was one mana short. Yeah, so yeah, I So that would have board wiped. So that would have saved us until whatever somebody ramped. But play of the game removes or exiles all. all non-land permanents. Yeah, so that would have started things over a little bit. Cause, but then Eureka, I already had my guy dead. So it could have been different. It just, I didn't pay attention. That's the thing about those games. Yeah, You're not used to focusing, like having to look at what other people are doing on your team. And so it's an interesting way of playing. Yeah, it was. I'd be definitely open to playing that way again. Yeah, trying it up. And, and so, and we all had 20 life. 20 life, except for the Emperor had 40. Did they? Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. The first turn, you swung right. in for 20. And yeah, you said you were one land short to be able to do like 50 that turn. And then, and you, then the next turn I did Then it. you did yeah. do it, yeah. So that's, that's how that... That game ended. So that was a, we only played two games. <laughs> we played yeah. Well, that one seven, seven person, person game, game. Understand that seven person games take forever. Yeah, and that's why <laughs> if, we typically split when we get seven. Like if we get five, we normally a three. Well, well no, five will five play. will push it. Yeah, but six for sure. We'll split uh, three, three and three. And if we have seven, four, four and three, three which yeah. we did do the first games at Trombley. So th- then the next night or yeah, next day, uh, we went over to uh, Trombley's place, and there was seven of us to start off at one point we had fuck we had quite a few people there yeah but um we played we split into four and a three-person game i was on the three-person you were on the four what are you trying to get nine or ten is that what it was yeah total yeah. so though we got a lot of games in the, for that that was so much fun i yeah, mean no, we got to play a ton of a ton of the commanders that we talk about on this podcast. And I got to play a lot of every single cool one stuff. of them that I built over the last year from the podcast over that weekend. I did not. I didn't play Arcades again on Trombley's night, but I played Eureka. The, the or, first game uh, that we were playing, though, like it was me, Trombley, and Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, was, yeah. Ryan, Ryan and maybe Zach. Zach, and then it was but me. But that game lasted. No, it wasn't you Zach, played like It was Mike. Mike, yeah, yeah, that game you guys played three or three, four games within our games. one game. So, but then our third game took forever, remember? Because mm-hmm. then you guys had to wait for us. But how'd your first game go? Why don't you? Because I, I, have I don't know. Games. I don't remember them in order. I oh, just remember what I did with the certain decks. So. Okay. So with my three games, I remember two of them. I know I won two out of the three. Uh, I played Tesa was the third game, and that's what Jeremy won. He was playing Brago. Okay. And I almost stole the win from him. And I was I was gonna feel bad because he that he has that deck fine tuned pretty well. And I stole the win from him the last time we played, and he was playing Brago. <laughs> and so I was actually feeling really bad because he had it under control and flickering stuff, and you know doing what Brago does best. Yep. And then I was able to sacrifice stuff to make him sacrifice stuff and whatever. But he ended up being able to kill me. Um, but. Yeah, so he ended up getting the win there. The one deck that was really fun was freaking Zender Split and Okun is insane. The coin flipping it's, partners from Battlebond last year. It, I love that deck a lot. Like <laughs> it, it, it's cool because they're different. Like yeah, they're both with coin flipping, but like I had to choose, and it depends on your situation. If you're in the driver's seat, no one has creatures out. 
you be aggressive with you a go coon. with a coon when you're needing to draw cards which is what happened in this most i'd say nine times out of ten okun comes out first for me mm-hmm. because it normally i get it out early because i have a lot of monorocks or whatever I, I end up getting them out on turn five and i want to kill somebody by the next turn well I needed to draw, so I actually did Zender Split first. And I didn't hit a fucking coin flip for four turns. <laughs> Nothing ended up in my favor. I even had Monocrypt out from turn one, and it was burning me every single time. Except, I think awesome. the first five turns, it burned me four out of the five times. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Not not the luckiest. But then, then Okun, let's see, how did I have this? What, um, I had Monocrypt. Okay. So then I got Okun out. He survived because I protected him. I think I had Greaves or something on him. And then I swung in with two attack phases. So the first attack phase, I swung in and killed Tom for uh, 24. And then the next one, I swung in and killed. I was able to wipe all their board out, bounce everything and kill everything. And then... Swung in at Jeremy at 48 with Akun damage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Akun gets big. Yeah. And the unblockable stuff is nice too. Like that's a lot mm-hmm. of that deck is I make him unblockable and then I'm just flipping coins, which really it's rolling dice because of ever since Adam number two's <laughs> plates. And we've talked about it before, but I downloaded a the coin flip coin app. flip app. And I was like, this is the first time I'm testing this out, guys. And so like you I got like tails. <laughs> I just multiple <laughs> times in a row. I won by turn. I, I killed the first person the, the first time I got Okun out. Then I killed the next person the next turn, and then the next person the next turn because I won so many freaking flips in a row. It was pretty insane. But then I was like, okay, I'm not going to use this app anymore because it seems like it likes tails a lot. So I've been going with the odd and even dice. So do you remember – you don't remember your first game, the one that took forever with everybody? <clears throat> I think I was playing Lysia, and that That, that sounds about sense. right because yeah. I wasn't – I never saw that And deck. so that was uh, – the. Trombley was playing Sliver Hive Lord, yes. which is makes okay, everything. That is what they were, all his slivers indestructible. Because Tom was playing the same thing. Mike was playing Gaddick Teague, and Ryan was playing Atraxa, mm. and so which was like a Poison Planeswalker style Atraxa deck, um, and so it was kind of nice because the uh, Gaddick Teague was keeping the Hive Lord indestructible board wipes from happening. Mm-hmm. And so it allowed people to build boards and kind of interact. We had enough exile effects to get rid of Sliver Hive Lord enough, which was nice. Um, But Lycia, like, just, I didn't do anything cool. Like, it just feels like that deck doesn't do enough powerful things. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the um, bounty one? No, no, no. That's no, the, that's that's the, the one where you pay him. five life to put three one, one counters right. on it. It has first strike and lifelink. And so that's the deck where I'm trying to pay life for cool effects and gain enough life and like have a good balance. And I think I just I, – I, I haven't found the balance or it's just – it's not really popular commander probably for that reason that like you're just not doing enough. It's mm-hmm. not actually that powerful. So um, – do you remember who won that game? Not me. <laughs> so you stopped caring. I didn't win. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think Trombley ended up winning. Trombley or Ryan. With slivers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically from... Well, there's a couple decks I wanted to talk about for that night. I basically only talk about the ones I won. <laughs> so sure. Necrosar, 
Nekasar won, which was a pretty fun one. It was how I won. It wasn't because Nekasar is out. I actually killed my Nekasar after I've done a ton of damage. And I had, is it Decree of Pain? No, it's the one, what's the one where when you, at the beginning of each opponent's main phase, they count how many cards in their hand, they take that much damage. Oh, that's the Black Enchantment. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that one very well. So I had that out. That was damaging people. I had Nekasar out. And then finally somebody wiped that and wiped Nekasar. Then I played the uh, the guy that has, is, if you have a red permanent out, every time an opponent draws a card, they take a damage. That got killed. And then I had the, the Fate Unraveler. Fate Unraveler out. And I played, well, my first attempt at winning the game, I had, my hand size was as big as I wanted it. I was trying to do a wheel effect. It was the windfall. No, the windfall is when I won. Oh, okay. It's the the one with the cipher. Isn't that the same? Oh, whispering madness. I yeah. So I tried to play that. Got countered. Fucking counters. <laughs> but it would have won the game there. And yep. then the next turn around, I had windfall. He was all tapped out, and I was like, "Hey guys, I have thirty three cards in my hand, so and you guys are at twenty something." I was <laughs> everybody like, "Everybody drew thirty three yeah. cards and died." So it was it was fun. I was like, I love Necrosar every time I play that. Uh, played Eureka. Oh, that was an interesting with us. Eureka, wasn't it? What did we decide that I was? Was that the one I was playing Ramos? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Eureka. Again, yeah. You you didn't win. You got. I wasn't, no, it just didn't work. It didn't work. So for Ramos yet. was pretty cool. Like Ramos, whenever you play a spell, you get to add a one one counter onto Ramos for as many colors as that spell was. And so I had Ramos up to like an eleven eleven, yeah. and it was dealing some big stuff but i ran out of cards in hand and then uh i believe zach who was playing atraxa played merciless eviction exiled Uh, all creatures there was double atraxa out there yeah yeah ryan was playing atraxa as well and so but like then once merciless eviction happened what i did was i removed five counters from ramos played memory plunder which allowed me to recast merciless eviction and exiled all artifacts I had no more cards in hand, <laughs> and I basically stopped playing the game. So that and like I just wiped off a, a ton of the stuff, and yeah. I couldn't I couldn't recover from that. Yeah, I uh, ended up killing myself to poison <laughs> <laughs> the poison Atraxa, I uh, which was Zach. I ended up killing him with Eureka by being able to set the top and doing whatever amount of damage. The other Atraxa was still. Pro- proliferating and putting poison counters on all of mm-hmm. us so we i had to get rid of one because we were oh that was the other part you fuckers made a goddamn deal at the very first turn of the damn that's game that's a different game wasn't it that game nope. oh it was when he was that just was, by himself that's the game i won yeah, oh is it Kimeno. yeah we'll talk about that yeah next. we'll talk about that next fuckers <laughs> <laughs> and so you were you you killed yourself to poison yeah i had, with I had nine poison counters and then i had one of my ninjas i was able to take something or i had a way to proliferate i don't remember how i stole something from somebody and i was like well it's gonna be your turn and then you're gonna proliferate and kill me so fuck you i proliferate and kill myself but yeah salty killed yourself all right totally did (laughs) but the next one so i actually don't have a problem with poison if you can make a deal yeah (laughs) i did it right away it was so bullshit (laughs) so i had the uh the curse of the 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 green curse from the latest one so whenever uh you or an opponent attacks whoever's cursed you and that opponent get to untap all of your non-land permanents with Cumena, that allows you to like retap to draw cards or put one-on-one counters on it for as many Merfolk as you can possibly do it. And the 
poison Atraxa, I was like, I'm going to curse you. And he's like, no, no, no. How about no. you don't do that? Back that up. No, that's not how it's I was said. going to choose you, no. and then somebody pointed out poison. I was like, okay, I'm going to choose you. I pointed out poison. Yeah, and then and I was then like, like, oh, I'm probably going to choose you. He's like, you, you ah. struck the deal. You said, hey, he, as long as you don't proliferate yep, on that's me, all he, all he, he didn't do it. You did. He could not do Well, I, I offered it up, but yeah. he said, what can I do to not have this happen? <laughs> you were like, and, and you I was just like, proliferate he, he, can, he can hit me with or attack me with creatures with poison. He just couldn't proliferate with Atraxa or just the poison encounters on me. And I was perfectly fine with that. Son of a bitch. And so I, yeah, no, it was turn two. Oh, sorry. With, turn it's two. Because green turn. and a colorless enchantment. And so Adam, well, Adam we know, bounced it like four times we, and I we kept know, on yeah, doing yeah. it on you. We know that mana doesn't really matter because by our last game, uh, turn one, you know what I'm saying? By each yeah, of us, yeah. what we had at turn one. Yeah, but anyways. So, the, yeah. So, Cumena, I did end up winning that game because everybody was playing Islands and I had one that gave my merfolks island walk, and I was just getting through. Mm. It was uh, nobody could stop me. It was pretty sweet. I don't remember what deck I was playing there. Uh, I think you were playing Niv Mizzet. Oh yeah, that was Niv Mizzet. Yeah. Okay, so, that's one of my losses. I have Niv Mizzet, Atraxa, Atraxa. Yeah. Or no, no, Sharoom. Or- that was actually a really cool game. I forgot that ending part. So Sharoom had Platinum Angel. And oh yeah, that's it right. Couldn't win the game or couldn't lose the game, and we couldn't win the game. And nobody had anything to get rid of it. And and so, but I had Galena, which we talked about in the Legends Slaughter on Sight section of, um, and so he has Platinum Angel. He's already up to like 12 or 13 poison, but he can't lose. And what he ends up doing is casting the six mana Soren that like goes off the top and like deals damage to everybody and you draw it or minus it to deal damage and gain life. So he plays that. And goes off the top. I'm at like three life, and he draws a land, and it would have it dealt zero damage yeah, to everybody. That's right, yep. I was like, whoo! And so then, what I do with Galena is I steal Soren, <laughs> and then and then I deal damage to Platinum Angel to kill it, and then that's, he dies immediately. And then he dies immediately. <laughs> I lose Soren, and I and then I attacked out and won the game. Basically, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was just like, I'm gonna steal that. He's like, what? I was like. Planeswalkers are legendary. I get to do this with Galena now. And he's like, no. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Uh, then that wasn't, we're not going necessarily in order, but then I had, do you have any other games? I had Brutaclod. That was another one with me and you in there. We, yeah, we could talk about Brutaclod again. So you were Brutaclod. I was Krav and Regna. And then Jeremy was Marin of Clan Telnoth. Which we should back it up. He played that. We played the same decks a game Twice before. In a <laughs> so the first game, he wiped us out so quick. He had the Vraska <laughs> from Guilds of Ravnica, Ultimate, that, and uh, the turn before he played. Uh, Shit, we've talked about this demon before, but during each player's end step, they have to sacrifice all the creatures down to two. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, and then the next turn, he ultimated with like seven creatures on board and we didn't have you know we only we couldn't do anything we knew it was coming for two turns and we couldn't do anything we were like shit (laughs) so i like that game i had like uh i played crabs sacrificed seven cards created a bunch of treasure tokens draw nothing to help us yeah it was pretty brutal so then and you literally did nothing that game But the next game, I did a lot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so then we played the same game again, and basically had a cool ending to it. Yeah. Know? Well, this one was a battle though throughout the whole thing, right? I mean, that one lasted not terribly. That was long. a decent game, but again, I feel like Krav and Regna just 
don't have the power level at this point. Yeah, so how I ended up winning was I played God Pharaoh's Gift, and previously I had discarded... Uh, I don't remember why we discarded, but we did discard. And so I threw, knowing that I was going to play God Pharaoh's Gift at some point, Geode Golem in my graveyard. Mm -hmm. And so I played God Pharaoh's Gift, took Geode Golem out, because you do it at the beginning of your attack step, Mm -hmm. make it a 4-4. I attacked, I don't remember which one of you I attacked, but it got through. That's how it happens. Yeah, got through. (laughs) Then I was able to play my uh, Brood of Cloud for for free. free put uh lightning greaves on him and then the next turn i had jeremy had just played dune whisper, <laughs> dune whisper. which is a six six flying trample one of the cards that we freaking love off yeah. of uh guilds of ravnica and then i played clone legion jeremy <laughs> copied eight of his creatures made them all doom whispers at the beginning from brutaclaude yeah so then yeah, I had fact. 20 six, six fine trample because I also had two Jace castaways that were tokens because that that yeah. they flipped. So all these fucking So tokens. that game uh, ended pretty quick. Yeah. Abruptly. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that was a fun uh, one. And again, Crab and Regna just didn't do enough. So I have played with that one. I've changed Ramos a lot. Um, so the games you lost are the ones you changed, and the ones you won, you didn't do anything to. Is that uh, about if, right? If, no, no, no. If the game, if the if the deck doesn't work right, or if it's like clumsy, I try and change mm-hmm. it. Like or like with Ramos, I just ran out of cards because that deck is about was about spells that play spells, mm-hmm. and so what I found is I just didn't have enough card draw whatsoever in there, and so what I've done now is added a lot more like draw spells yeah that makes sense so and it uh, now it feels like i always have like seven to ten cards and i'm able to just play a ton yeah that makes sense to do it that way because you don't have to have a multi-color a ton of colors true he's just getting color or getting counters and then you build it up and draw cards and then play something huge and destructive so with crab and regna i don't know quite how to go with it at this point i've changed maybe five six cards Mm. but just made things more efficient so do we end it with the best game of the freaking night or did you have another one i want to talk about the nikia game I killed everybody oh, super yeah, fast. That sucked. That's all that. I, that's all I need to talk about. That there. Nikia game is undefeated, I or is rolled, there one loss? No, nah, it, but it rolled that game. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty ridiculous. brutal. Ridiculous. Yeah, I hate that. I mean, it's good. It's you were thinking. You were, we were talking later. You're like, I think this might be my best deck. Yeah, by far. It's yeah. so good. It's crazy because it's just it's just creatures. Yeah, that's all it is, and like there's no. If, if somebody doesn't do anything about Nikia on that first round go, when I open up, if I have ten to twelve mana the game is pretty much yeah it, it's in dire jeopardy like somebody's dying so inside you're just like if it comes to your like, turn but it's awesome because it's your commander so yeah. you're just like if nobody kills it i am so far ahead yeah it's it's a ton of fun and that's the other thing like i haven't wanted to play my animar deck in a long time and i've been working on that a little this the last couple of days and i was just like this is like a bad version of nikki at this point <laughs> like nikki is just so, so much, much better, better. yeah um, and that's just kind of where I've, I've gotten to at this point. I don't know what I'm going to do with Animar. Kill it like I killed mine. I, I could do it. Um, we'll see. But the ultimate game of the night was the last game we played. Zantia. So it was uh, me, you, Tyson, and Trombley. So I was Zantia's uh, sleeper agent. You were I went with Rashmi. Because uh, fucking Trombley's playing his counterspell deck. He was playing Grand... Trombley was playing Grand Arbiter, uh, Augustine the Fourth. And was Gisella. Tyson still on? He was Gisella. Gisella? Okay. Yeah, because it was, was the double Gisella. damage. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, That was such a sweet game. And so wait, it, Larry, it tell your up. turn one. 
Uh, so my turn one was uh, land into Mana Crypt into Hero's Blade. Did you do Mana Crypt? I thought you were Soul Ring. Was it Mana? It was Mana Crypt. Was it Mana Crypt? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It might have been Soul Ring, whatever. Uh, so my it, turn one, difference. which I was right after Lowry, was land, Mana Crypt, Command Sphere into Mirror's Guile. <laughs> <laughs> it was the stupidest. And then Lowry's turn two. This is where our mess up kind of happens yeah, a little so, bit. Um, what I had done was Zancha's. Uh, I cast Zancha. And I thought that Hero's Blade, which automatically equips when you have a legendary creature come into play under your control, I thought that equipped automatically. And then I gave it to Adam. And it's not even his turn <laughs> two yet. Yeah. Um, this is not accurate at yeah, this point. Yeah, we checked with, they did the Ask a Judge right before this cast, actually, to and make so sure on the, that. The little difference that uh, I didn't quite understand at that point, but it says as Zancha's coming into play, choose another player, an opponent, and they get that card. So Zancha never hits your side of the battlefield. It goes right All, away to that player. Yeah, and and so what the wording in my head was when Zancha en- enters the battlefield under your control, give it to somebody. Yeah, so you were but thinking that it's it never, as Zancha comes into play, so it never hits. So you never control it is what And happens. so Hero's Blade never takes effect, and um, I cheated. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it was really funny because it was turn two, and I'm swinging with an 8-7. Eight, 8-7 eight, 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 that has seven. to attack. <laughs> that was it's fun. So See, and <laughs> we were two minutes in, and we are just like, well, this game's going to be done really quick. Yeah. Surprisingly, it didn't end yeah. really and quick. Yeah, and so you split up the I command. Split damage um you know really uh they both took two hits from her so they only took like six extra damage a piece and then she died or like the equipment went away yeah uh what tyson ended up doing is he played that fiery confluence yeah so he got rid of our artifacts uh and the equipment he got rid of my monocrypt so it kind of evened out the game a little bit more that was a great play um but then it kind of it shifted around who was in charge like I had Xantra for a long time. Like I, oh, I was yeah, taking, yeah, yeah. I was doing damage to myself with her to draw cards and mm-hmm. everything. Cause and I, I was just, drawing a ton of cards yeah, off of it. So, uh, so the most damage I was taking was from us self. Like, I don't think Trombley, well, they might've used her once, but I think me and you were using yeah. Xantra yeah. the most. And I had to attack with her every turn. So it was, I don't know. It was pretty crazy. Uh, and then Trombley started getting going. So yeah, th- yeah. there was a battle going on with you and him because you, Lowry was pretty much in control. I had, uh, what is it, return, put target creature on the top or the bottom of the library, each attacking creature, is Aether Spouts or something oh, yeah, like that. You had, yeah, so that's, that's, so that's the, waiting the in my hand. That really effed me. Yeah. Um, and so, like, ha. There, yeah. there was a lot that happened there, but, like, this was basically... Um, for a lot of the game, well, I, I was just—I was just saying that that was yeah. in my hand at all at the whole time, so I wasn't. You knew you were gonna fuck me over. <laughs> well, I knew it was gonna be Larry because Larry at that point had control, but Trombley was slowly gaining, yeah. you know, getting back. You know, he's a counter spell deck. He's meant to fuck with us, and so he started to get more control. But the cool thing that happened was that one where he went to search your library. Oh yeah, yeah. but before that, okay. so the the cool thing about Zancha is like everything that I had going was working, like. I had the oppression enchantment that whenever somebody casts a spell, they had to discard a card. Mm. And I also had... Yeah, it was um, getting brutal. 
waste knot. Was a, uh, I had waste knot, so I was gaining advantages off of that. And then I also had painful quandary, <laughs> which <laughs> either they discarded a card or paid five life yeah. whenever they cast a spell. And I had uh, paid a lot of life from Zancha, and Larry has paid a lot of my life from Zancha. <laughs> <laughs> so and, I was down low pretty much. And there. so, like, everybody was like, fuck, I don't want to cast cards and discard yeah. cards. I don't want to pay the five life. And so that really was setting me into control. But then, so what Trombley did was he cast uh, Turn to Dust, which, uh, or Return to Dust, uh, but so it exiled my two enchantments that uh, made that people made discard. discard yep. And so that really hurt me. And then Trombley went to cast Bribery, which is go search through my library and take a creature out of it. And what I ended up doing was casting the Red Wizard that copies a sorcerer an instant Mm -hmm. and so i copied his and i looked through his library (laughs) and he was like fuck i tapped the wrong mana because he could have counterspelled it Mm -hmm. and he or he could have played uh uh orim's chant which didn't allow any oh yeah somebody to play a spell and he's like fuck i knew i should have done something with this i you know and so i got a chroma (laughs) and he got um a a, like the it was shit. a trample guy wasn't it five five trample whenever it's it targeted a, you discard a card it's an eldrazi from, yeah that's right yeah uh i can't quite remember it it's out of your deck yeah well <laughs> it's okay yeah all your cards so that's what you call a shitty card yeah, in your deck it's okay <laughs> instantly what he did was he bounces myochroma back to his hand yeah that's right and then i had to attack because uh oh tyson had played famico the the that's right the yeah, low so, player, all... so i had to attack <laughs> but just is in play because probably had stolen Gisela. <laughs> and so i was like okay i can kill tyson and i can kill i can bring adam down, down to one. one and i was gonna i was dealing like 22 life and that was this was my turn. Uh, now, once Trombley said go, it was my turn. And Gisela was out at that point. And Gisela was out, so I was going to be able to double damage. Oh wait! But right at my really quick, right at my upkeep. Didn't Trombley steal Gisela too? Yeah, that's he, why you're coming yeah, at yeah, me. He and had Tyson. Yeah. yeah, he stole it from Tyson. And so, but like, so right on my upkeep, Trombley casts Rune's Chant, so I cannot play spells that turn. Zancha had already died, and I was like, fuck. And then I had to attack, and you were going to down one, and that's where Aether Spouse yeah, came into like, play. Yeah, I was like, nope, I can't get that low. So it returned all my creatures to the top or bottom, which really fucked me. Do you know what my, my plan was that turn? I was going to have 27 mana. I was going to be able to kill Tyson, put you to one, give Zancha over to Trombley, and have enough mana to kill him. Oh, you're gonna just and you're going to be at one. one. <laughs> and that turn was I couldn't cast. Ta- I couldn't cast because oh, I hadn't had been placed. So yeah. for each damage that was dealt, I'd get a red. Mana. He was my biggest concern. Yeah, it was so awesome. Of and so I being able cast to hit spells, me with that. Then you got rid of all of my creatures. I had no board, no hand. <laughs> I was like, I am done. Yeah, Shit. and I was basically effectively out of the game. Well, at so that then point. Tyson. Die. How did Tyson did he die? I think you killed him. Oh, yeah, must you killed him and basically me and a Turner. Oh yeah, I had to kill Tyson to, to get, get rid, rid of, of Gisela because yeah. I was gonna die from Trombley. And then it was Trombley's turn, and it's my Rashmi deck. This is the deck that it's a high it win percentage, turn, yeah. and it plays all my stuff is playing on other turns. There was only two counter spells in that deck. 
I had both of them in my fucking hand. <laughs> well, actually, I should back it up. One of the times I went to go search for any artifact was to go get um, Paradox Engine. Mm-hmm. So that's actually kind of the game winner in this because I played Paradox Engine. And then I think I was able to play a spell and I got everything untapped. Yeah, because I had mm-hmm. that, that deck's full of monorocks. Like, I think I had five or six of them going at once. Yeah, you were, you were creating... Eight mana every time you tapped it. You had mana vault and, and a couple other three mana rocks. The crazy thing, and we all know freaking Paradox Engine is awesome, but it, you don't realize it until you're playing it. It's cast, so it doesn't matter if your shit gets countered because mm-hmm. you're going to untap all your, your stuff with that. So that's when it ended up happening is... I don't remember. Trombley had the your guy that makes it indestructible, or he has the indestructible. He had, no, he sold yeah, that he had a me. chroma. No, the uh, the one that gives them all indestructible? Yeah, chroma. He is that it. a chroma? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was... Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking of the other. I'm thinking of the big 8-8. Eight, eight. That is a Oh, that's a Chroma? I thought that was a different no, name. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Avacyn. Yeah, I was like, Chroma's yeah, the artifact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I went and got Avacyn, <laughs> yeah. and then he bounced Avacyn. Yeah, that's what he had. So, he had that. I was able to... He played something. I countered it, and I had a buyback, but that one I let go, and he's like, you fucker playing counter spells, and then I had a buyback... Yeah. One with mana, and so the next time he played another spell, I countered that one. You ended up casting. I got Ulamog. I got all three uh, Eldrazi. I got Ulamog, Ulamog, and Kozilek. Kozilek. Yeah, and that's how I ended up winning the game. Then it was pretty crazy. That was that was a crazy game. Ended up being where we thought it was gonna be done in five ten minutes was a two hour game. <laughs> A cheating, awesome. a cheating Zancha. <laughs> yeah, I learned. I'll, I'll have to pull it out. Yeah, pull that different uh, equipment out of there. All right, so that was about an hour worth of uh, talking about. Yeah, too many games. Yeah. People are going to be like, I liked it better when you didn't play Magic. <laughs> Just <laughs> talked about Magic. Yeah, exactly. Talk about how you guys love playing Magic but never get to play. <laughs> That's so much better because then we don't have to listen to this shit for fucking 45 minutes to an hour. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this. Is there anything else we had on that? No, nah, we're good. Okay. We, it doesn't matter. We're we're way too long. Thank you for sticking through that with us. Uh, we enjoyed talking about it. We hope that you enjoyed listening to it. And if you don't know by now, each of our episode details has on there. If you ever want to skip a section, which we want you to listen to every section because yeah, we crazy say funny stuff. stuff. <laughs> but you can click there if you ever just wanted to jump ahead to go to spoilers or whatever. Something yeah. sounds So right now we're going to talk about spoilers. Uh, we're only going to focus on a bunch of the Planeswalkers that have been spoiled at this point. Uh, buddy, go. Well, do we oh, want to talk no. about the trailer at all? Uh, the trailer was really cool. I don't know if we have enough time. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. We're just going to break really quick. Go quick. Okay. Oh, you know what? Actually, I should mention this. There's chatter on Twitter about their, uh, Wizards had a copyright from last summer that yeah, said that. Magic Seasons 1, one and, and 2. 1 and 2 from Netflix. Was it from Netflix there as has, well? It's on Netflix. And so there's the a thing. lot, like, after this trailer being so well done, people are like, God, if they could have th- that quality quality on Netflix, that's huge. Seriously. I totally agree. It's awesome. I've never watched, like... We we have the... We're we nerds. The we know that, right? We like, we like Magic. We, we're nerdy. It's fine. But I don't watch the videos very often, and when mm. I do, it's not like anything. They're but not that, nearly this good. No, that gave me, and I, I like tweeted. I was like, that just gave me fucking goosebumps. This, this was the most watched uh, video that Wizards has ever put out within four hours of putting it out. Uh, time out on that though. Uh, if you listen to Fast Finance from last week, they they might have paid for a lot of that. 
So I don't they know. There broke was it a down. Ton of, I mean, this was so much better quality. You'll have to. It, it's, it's interesting, but because what they it, it still what they broke anything. Oh well, yeah, no, done. it would have blown it out. But it's at like nine million, and no magic video has been that high for views. Sure. And it had, like you said, within hours, it was like four million yeah, views. Yeah. And like, I guess what they were doing was comparing like um, uh, the Avengers trailer and kind of doing the percentages of like comments and stuff like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there's like a huge percentage less comments on this video compared to the amount of views For it should like have yeah it should have a lot more like if you do a normal video of something like that but still it sh- it it would have broken the records yeah. anyways but the thing is is like there's some especially with the so the numbers are off a bit but it's still it's the also best, the, the best video that they've ever put oh, out by far. far that music with it too yeah. and like just oh man it's just it's freaking sweet but it kind of leads us into what the fuck's gonna happen here yeah that'd be cool if we got a, an animated series off yeah. of that quality so let's start it off what do you you want to start this one or you want me to you read it? it okay so one of the first ones that is actually probably going to be is going to be they are doing mythic edition again with this one of course they're finishing off this whole block with mythic edition and this is the first one that they're saying is actually going to be in there but it's the new gideon or gideon black blade it's two white and a colorless and now the cool thing about these planeswalkers is they have static abilities which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. freaking sweet and then kind of just a really quick summary of everything Mythics have your normal three abilities or four. I think with a static with ability. a static no, ability. Three with a static ability. Your rares have a two with a static, and your uncommons we have uncommon planeswalkers one, one with, with a, a static. static ability. And most of those planeswalkers can't kill themselves. I don't think any of them so far that we've seen can. We'll go through it here, but no, I think the, the loyalty when they're going down the minuses, they always have just one left. Just end up with one. Yeah. So if they get hit, they, would they die. die. But... Yeah. So Gideon Blackblade, as long as it's your turn, Gideon Blackblade, this is the static part uh is a 4-4 human soldier creature with indestructible and still is a planeswalker it's plus one is up to one target creature you control gains your choice of vigilance lifelink indestructible until end of turn it's minus six is target non-land per- or exile target non-land permanent so this one only has the two abilities but it's part of the it's going to be part of the mythic edition it looks like uh this would be a rare rare spot yeah for... um and so this being I like that it just is a four-four creature, yeah, and then you indestructible. have the abilities and exiling target non-land permanent is huge for three mana right off the bat. A three-drop like, four-four indestructible is pretty damn good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it can't block because it won't be there. If it's on, it has yeah, to be your it's turn. only on your turn. So the next one, okay. So this one's pretty cool. So this is uncommon. It is the wanderer uh three colorless and a white. It's a legendary planeswalker, but we don't have a walker type ugin ish have you I seen doubt, the comparisons i don't, I don't agree of that? that one you don't, don't agree, agree with that, that one, one. okay no, no, no. <laughs> uh, so the static ability is prevent all non-combat damage that would be dealt to you and other permanents you control starts out with five loyalty and you can minus to it exile target creature uh, with power four or greater that's pretty um, strong right there that's pretty strong yeah four drop uncommon planeswalker so kind of what we were mentioning there a lot of uh planeswalkers have the subtype of what you know jace it's legendary planeswalker jace this one wanderer just legendary. doesn't have that subtype um and so it's kind of like who is it what you know and, and so you're talking some people are, were comparing the art to ugin, ugin. um but we're going to get an Ugin. That's not, this isn't saying yeah, this you're, is Ugin. We're already getting an Ugin planeswalker mm-hmm. that's going to happen in this, uh, 
the set. We we don't have that information right now. There's got to be something with her. There's not going to yeah, be. So they're hiding yeah. something about it. Because they're not just going to throw in something. The one it planeswalker does look that like doesn't a female. have a, Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah. So face is covered. It has the. Uh, samurai hat thingy. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, it's. The Raiden hat. Yeah. Actually, that's more of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the uncommon though? I, I love I that they're doing the uncommon stuff. Yeah, preventing stuff. the non-combat damage. Like, and it's you have very two similar to like Tajik. Exile spells kind of in a way built yeah. in. Yep. I mean, that that's, uh, you, you get that effect on a four mana instant. Yeah. And so this, you can do it twice and preventing damage, non-combat damage to everything you control. So you can play this and Blasphemous Act and all your stuff lives. Yeah. Like that feels pretty powerful. Uh, so the next one is Tail the Shield Mage. This is two and a white. Its static, static ability is you have Hexproof. He has five loyalty. You can minus two. So this is going in my Arcadian I was going to ask you. Is, it's going in Create Arcadia's. an 0-3 white wall creature token with Defender. So yeah, this will probably jump in there as my only Planeswalker in that deck. So you can do this twice. There will be one left over. You'll have Hexproof for three mana. It's really quite cheap. Yeah, and then draw two cards off of it because if I have my Arcades out, yeah. then you get the draw off of it. So pretty interesting it's not one of the strongest one but i like the hex proof this will probably be used a little bit more in other formats three mana is is really decent uh then we go into our only blue one at the time the only single blue one yeah so jace laboratory maniac uh just kidding jace welder of mysteries uh i have one colorless blue blue blue. what i have beef with this card in a second sure we'll go over it uh so this is jace it starts with four loyalty uh, if you would draw a card uh, while your library has no cards in it, uh, you win the game instead. That's the static ability. Mm-hmm. So Laboratory Maniac, essentially. Uh, plus one, target player puts the top two cards of their library into the graveyard, draw a card. Uh, and then minus eight, draw seven cards. Then if your library has no cards in it, you win the game. Why do they have that sentence? Uh, it's very so redundant. It, again, uh, I think they have that same problem with Samut, but it's so that if you uh, are killing Jace and the static ability was would be gone, you still win the game. So if you're drawing, the, you're saying if you draw if you, the if seven, you minus eight, it Jace is going away. Okay, and you and you got out. That makes of, more sense. I've had beef with this, and no one said anything. I'm like, God, why are they repeating it? Because it's there, and yeah, like, so they're just making sure that that, that ability. Yeah, so if you're drawing out your deck, you win the game. Okay, um, that makes more sense because I was just like, why are you reprinting that name or that sentence? It doesn't make sense. I flavor wise, I don't like this card here in this set. Mm-hmm. Um, Jace. Lore-wise, is the living guild pack on Ravnica. And so I feel like it should be something different than Laboratory Maniac, mm-hmm. um, which was reprinted in Ultimate Masters, Uncommon. It's a cool card. Don't get me wrong. Could have done it somewhere else. Uh, and so I, I just would have liked it if it was helping like guilds and bringing them together maybe more flavor-wise within the card. Well, he's dying, so... No, I'm <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know who's dying. Everybody's dying. That's my theory. That's, theory? that's right. my theory. I kind of... Th- I don't know. We can get into it a little later. I, I don't care. This, this is going to be a long episode. 
Like <laughs> I don't care. This it, is just going to be a long it one. It is going to be a long one. We, we've missed a week. It's already over an hour. We're going to be long. We're fucked. Um, whoops. I didn't mean to click on no! her. What do we do? We're looking at nothing on the computer screen now. So the next one is Lily. So this is a uh, mythic. Mi- Liliana yeah, Dreadhorde General. Yeah, good point. Uh, this is four and two black, six loyalty. Now this is going to my taste of deck. It's static ability. Whenever a creature you control dies, draw a card. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's token, non-token, whatever. Plus one is put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. Minus four. Each player sacrifices two creatures. And then it's minus nine. Each opponent chooses a permanent. They control and each permanent of each permanent type and then sacrifices the rest. That's fucking crazy. Because it's each opponent. You're not affected. That's a pretty good ultimate. That's yeah, a win the game that's ultimate. That's a win the game ultimate. Yeah. So this is definitely going to my taste of deck because I love the static ability because I can sacrifice tokens and there isn't a lot. A lot of stuff says non-tokens to draw cards. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So Does it, Doesn't Tasa only affect creatures or it affects everything that's doubled? Everything's doubled. Okay. Yeah. You mean things that die? Yeah. If a creature dying causes a trigger ability or permanent you control, is that what you're asking? Yeah, so yeah. if it causes so a, a trigger, it you know so like, um, panharmonicon is only artifacts and creatures yeah. that trigger. So if there's something in play, you're but saying that's it, saying for permanent, yeah. it would also. What you're saying would be true. Yeah, I was just making sure that it was right. You doubt me, you bastard. <laughs> not there's not a lot of cards that talk about all permanents. Yeah, when it comes to it, like you're saying. So that's a she's pretty brutal and she's made some cards jump a little bit zombie stuff because of I don't know really I thought I saw some stuff going crazy this week uh the other Liliana jumped oh maybe that's what it was because of zombies uh, yeah that's what yeah. it was that's what I saw all right then we have I like um, this guy. Nixilis, the hate twisted obnoxious <laughs> three colorless two black uh it's an uncommon five loyalty to start Static ability is whenever an opponent draws a card, Obnixilis, the Hate Twisted, deals one damage to that player. Nekasar. Yeah, perfect for Nekasar. And then you get to minus two, destroy target creature, its controller draws two cards. So you can force draw. What what do you feel about like this? And so I it's think five this mana, is a- which is a little bit higher than a lot of those effects. Yeah. But it also force draws for people and it's and you have a destroy creature th- ability with yeah. two creatures potentially with that they're drawing with yeah this is for sure getting added in nekasar i think it's a so good... if it's like nekasar and then you have nixilis destroy one other creature they draw two take take four with nekasar and this in play yeah that's it's a pretty, pretty brutal game and then if next turn you get to do it again that's pretty solid i think yeah. that's pretty fun i like it i like it a lot uh then we have oh man i can't even read it davriel rogue shadow mage yeah that was blocked like my this smoke yeah, stuff is there, covered legit. there <laughs> yeah i'm like i can't see it so the character is like putting like his shadow ability out and it's actually like covering his name in my angle i could not see it and I... it's over yeah it's super <laughs> weird um and that is legitly there for some reason yeah so this is a uh, uncommon he has two and a black to come out three loyalty his static ability is at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep if that player has one or fewer cards in their hand it deals two damage to them minus one target player discards a card so we're getting our black vice and scroll not scroll rack uh the rack remember all those cards those yeah, were used to be like the, rack, the yeah. beaters of back in the day i love those cards that's i don't know if i like this one so as this much. one would kill itself or could yeah minus so one you, minus one is one you have them discard and have them discard so you can do it up to three times yeah 
and which is not awful or they're attacking you and they're trying not to take the damage um i don't love it for no, what we are this might be better suited somewhere else yeah um, i mean a three drop make somebody discard is decent but not for commander making yeah, one, person, one person if you're, you're doing you're all opponents after, like the control player or somebody that's drawing a ton yeah. then it's not doing a lot yeah because they can choose whatever they want now if you were able to like minus one look at a hand have them discard whatever card you that'd want, be a lot better that'd be a lot better but this and like you get to discard whatever you want or you're going after the weak person and already fucking them over more like eh, yeah that doesn't seem super fun for me yeah uh all right then we move into chandra fire artisan so this is two colorless two red uh it is a rare it starts off with four loyalty uh static ability is whenever one or more loyalty counters are removed from chandra fire artisan uh she deals that much damage to target opponent or planeswalker which seems pretty cool uh i think that would take effect if it got if, damaged if it got damaged yep, you're dealing I thought so too, yep. more damage off of it uh, and then you get to plus one it, exile the top card of your library. You may uh, play, play it this turn. Uh, and then you can minus seven, which would deal seven damage. Exile the top seven cards of your library. Uh, you may play them this turn. So it's kind of like a draw, drawing. It's a little genre. jaw engine for uh, red, which is pretty sweet. I'm not sure if I'm super on board with the this turn. Why? Oh, okay, you lose so the set. Like, Your, the ultimate isn't going to be the game-winning ultimate necessarily, but uh, but okay. So let's say you play. You can't if you play it on turn four. You you, you plus one it and lose a card. Like that card just goes away. Potentially, but what if it's a land? What if you hadn't played your land? You can play that land. Sure, but if you played it on curve like turn four, you have your four four lands, lands. and so like you you have to wait on it. So it's like it's a four mana drop that you have to wait until at least turn six or whatever. So I don't. It might be okay late game, like four mana to like not even draw cards seems not very good. Yeah, I guess the the first turn if it's in your hand to start off, yeah, it's not good. But, but in even, a commander it, game, most likely you're getting it not again, your fourth turn. You're getting it late sure, mid game. But if whatever. I get late game and I go plus four and I'm drawing a card that I have to play that turn, yeah, like. That's still not good to do it one time. Yeah, but that waiting the one turn and then un untapping your next turn is pretty good if it no, survives no, that. But paying four to draw a card, yeah, is not good. Paying four to draw a card over two turns where you're not even drawing the card, like it goes away at the end of turn. Like if it if it even held on until the next turn where it became more advantageous or you could play an instant on another player's turn, like. All of this screams like not good enough for Commander. You know what I mean? No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just, in no, me, I, it's good enough in red, but I'd much rather have the enchantments that have, like, you could uh, outpost siege or something whenever you're just at the beginning of your upkeep, you get to remove a card. I'd much rather have that because mm -hmm. it's harder to remove. They're just, but I think it's just adding another draw thing for red a little bit in might, a way. Yeah, it might just add to the mass that they're getting. Yeah. But at this point, uh, it, it does not look very good for in Commander for me. Yeah. Uh, then we move into another red, Tabalt, what is it, Rakish in... in Instigator. Instigator. I thought it was Investigator for a second there. I'm uh, a devil investigator. <laughs> I'm on the case. <laughs> uh, so this is two red, or two and a red, and he, it, uh, static ability is your opponents can't gain life. He has five loyalty, 
Minus two, put a one one red devil. We know what devils do. They're whenever they die, they can do one damage to any target. So basically you make two devils that can deal damage and players can't gain life. Yeah. Opponents can't. Opponents can't, can't gain you life, can. which is kind of yeah. big. Uh again, I think this is better than the first to bolt. Yeah. Uh, this is uncommon, uh, but you can only make two devils. Like that feels, it's it's a three drop, pretty underpower, like underpowering. If you want to fuck somebody over playing an Aloro and just pack in all of the opponents can't gain life mm-hmm. type thing, I think that's the way you go. Yeah, <laughs> you can add it in there, <laughs> but uh, it is pretty it, underwhelming. It would definitely go in your um, uh, Perforos deck. I don't know if it, de- it, <laughs> know. it probably doesn't. It's probably not. It gives enough. you it gives you a, for three a one one devil that does one damage that would do two damage. You have perforals. <laughs> True. I mean, and they can't if, gain if life you, if you have something that doubles counters like when they come into play, like with parallel live doubling season. Yeah. Let's add a whole bunch of other things. Really doubling good? season with the perforals that won't yeah. work. Is that even good though? <laughs> yeah, no. Like I, I, I still. It's don't not one of my favorite. Really no, it's not my favorite. I like the your opponents can't gain life uh, static yeah, ability. That's, that's probably the most important part of it. But then it's easier to remove than most enchantments that allow that to happen yeah all right then we move into green and it's our nissa uh nissa who shakes the world Ooh. which uh so three colorless green green uh comes into play with five loyalty counters uh and then its static ability is whenever you tap a forest for mana add an additional green oh man that's which awesome which seems pretty good yeah. uh this one is a rare by the way uh you can plus one it uh put three plus one plus one counters on up to one target non-creature land uh you control untap it it becomes a zero zero elemental creature with vigilance and haste that's still a land it does not leave at the end of turn it does yeah that seems pretty cool i mean it is putting one one counters on it instead yeah. of turning but it also gains that ability of vigilance and haste I wish you could kind of stack it on one Put land, more than one. But you have to do it differently because it's a non-creature land. Yeah, so you so can't keep putting it on the same one. just continue to like 3-3, three, three, make another 3-3, three, three, make yeah. another 3-3. Three, three. I feel like I'd like it a lot better if I could go 3-3, three, three, turn it into 6-6, six, six, and not open up your mana, your land, to get in Wrath. But it's ultimate. Uh, it's minus 8 is uh, you get an emblem with lands you control, have indestructible, search your library for any number of forest cards, put them into play tapped, then shuffle your library. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's quite awesome. You get to put all of those forests into play. That's that's worth the doubling season yeah, in there. And right. Play this <laughs> ultimate the minus 8. You just filtered out your whole deck. Get you got rid forests. of all your forests out of there. You're going to be drawing not, most likely not land. And you potentially are turning them into creatures that are indestructible that no longer yeah, be killed. Yeah, then the next turn. Yeah, mm. and then you're just uh, vigilance and haste being able to block all day at that point. And, and then you're that, doubling all your mana, all the forests that you just went and got. That seems pretty cool. Yeah, I like this Nissa. It, it's five to come out, which is a... a uh, it's understandable for what a its a static ability is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that alone is why the... the... I, I think the other important thing is forest. So if you have... yeah. Um, you know, duels that lands. would work, but if you have like those tapped lands that create a forest, it doesn't. Yeah, doesn't it has to have forest way. in the basic uh, the or land the type. land type. Uh, then we also have Vivian is back, and Woo. I can't see it from there for some reason. Uh, so Vivian is two, well, I should Vivian Champion of the Wilds, and it's another two and a green. So a lot of these have been the two colors in one. Like it seemed like each color had that black green. 
uh, red to bolt head that. Anyways, I'm just making general observations as I'm talking. <laughs> uh, static ability is you may cast creature spells as though they had flash. That is awesome. That For is awesome. a three drop, that yeah. by itself is freaking sweet. Uh, it has four loyalty, by the way. Plus one until on to your or your next turn. Until your next turn, up to one target creature gains vigilance and reach. Minus two, look at the top three cards of your library. Exile one face down. Put the rest on the bottom of your li- ri- li- 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 library in any order. For as long as it remains exiled, you may look at that card and you may cast it if it's a creature card. So just the the static ability makes me like this card. The others are they're okay. They're good, especially if you're in a creature deck. It'll be good in your Nick. You know, you can't play this in Nick yet. Not in my version of it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be solid in there. In that in, deck, in yeah. A version. Uh, um, but see, okay, look, look at this one. The minus two is look at the top. Exile. You know, you get to look at multiple of them. Exile a face down card. And then you get to do that as, you know, if it's a creature. You get to just kind of do it whenever you want as long as it remains exiled. The red one is until end of turn, and you don't get your choice. Wait, like, you mean the the Tabalt? No, the Chandra. Oh, Chandra. Yeah, this yeah. is so much better. Yeah, in green, which is because green, even, green is better. Real green is abi- the best ability. <laughs> and and if it's a creature, you get to play it at instant speed. Yeah. Like this is way better than the Chandra. Like heads and tails above it. And red, that's Red's ability, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why did you kind of mix that up a little bit? Uh, that's that's my preference. I think this uh, Vivian's really solid. Yeah, I definitely love that card. Uh, Arlene, voice of the pack. Arlene, uh, that's how you would say that? Yeah, what'd you say? Arlen? Yeah, Arlene's like a real name, though, and that's kind of my thing. But the, it's like... Regina? There's a double N. I feel like they want emphasis Arlen? on the N. Arlen? Mm, there you go. Whatever, you know the, the, I'm not doing a we were wrong for that. The, uh, you know the Mitch Hedberg joke? Mm, no. Uh, God, I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> I'm going to fuck it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said his ex-girlfriend's name was Lynn, and his new girlfriend's name is Lynn, but spelled with a, an additional N. And he says his new girlfriend can tell when he's saying the wrong name because he says N mm, too long or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn. All right. I think I switched those up. It should have been his ex-girlfriend was Lynn with a double. No, no, no. It was really funny, though. (laughs) Mitch Hedberg, good shit. Minnesota. He's dead, Uh, by the way. (laughs) Island voice of the pack. Uh, It's uncommon. Comes out with seven loyalty. Four colorless, two green. Uh, Static ability is each creature you control that's a wolf or werewolf enters the battlefield with an additional 1-1 counter on it. This is an uncommon. And then you can minus two it to create a 2-2 uh, green wolf creature token, which comes in with a one-one counter on it. This is going in my new wolf deck, woo! Because yeah, of so a commander that's in this. Colesmere has a legendary creature, which we won't talk about tonight. But they have a this, new wolf general yeah. commander. This is bad. This is bad. It's <laughs> sick. Really, Arlen's bad. But it's got to. It's probably got to go in there because uh, I want it, to. It's just because it's uh, so it's got to. It's got to fit in my tribal stuff. It only goes in wolf decks. Yeah, because there's super. <laughs> this is so hey, Why is it six? I know it's so expensive, but it's not my commander. The commander will be badass. He'll be out, and then when my wolves come out, instead of doing the normal, it's six because it's uncommon. Three. Sorry, yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Three damage. It's going to do four damage. Wow. <laughs> or I should wow. say, well, it'd be three damage in this case. Yeah, three. Yeah, sorry. 
It's going to be sweet. Mm. Yeah, this is probably really expensive for what it does. I don't like, know if it's going to be I sweet. Think, I think they could have still made this two and two green and it would have been... And deep. uncommon? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so specific. It goes into nothing. It goes into the new Wolf General! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we have... The special ones. So this was the, like the world planeswalker that were only uh, available in China that they just had. Oh, we could get it here, but wasn't it? They we were can't Chinese, play it. like focused for it. Yeah, but we couldn't play it in our standard. But they could play it in theirs or I something didn't pay like attention that. To that. I don't care. Is it Jing Yang Yangu? I, I don't even Xiong, know. Jiang Yangu Yangu uh, Wild Crafter, and it's again. See two colors, one green. See that? Okay. <laughs> Uh, each creature you control with a 1-1 counter on it has tapped to add one mana of any color. Uh, it has three loyalty when it comes in, by the way. Minus one, put a 1-1 counter on target creature. So this goes good with all those, uh, your green, blue, uh, decks that have 1-1 counters one to counters deal with a lot of that. counters. Because then yeah. you can use those as mana as well. Yeah, I, I like this one. Yeah. I feel like this is pretty decent. Yeah, this works on like plus one, plus one counter decks with Atraxa. Or you have Rishkar from uh, Aether Revolt, which does the same effect, and so you kind of get double effects. Um, redundancy is really nice in there. And so it uh, it feels like a solid card. I like it. All right. Then we move into our Planeswalkers that are multicolored. So the... Oh, and you get to do it. You get to do the best Planeswalker yeah. that has ever been made. This, this one's, one's freaking stupid okay, good. So, Nicobolus, Dragon God. He's becoming a god! Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> it's stupid. You're a god. Uh, it's blue. Three black and a red. So, blue, black, 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 red. Uh, Nicobolus. They're like, we're going to try to make this really difficult for you to cast. <laughs> Like Niv Mizzet, but this, this I don't, is I'm not sure. If you have this deck, you're making making sure that you're playing this. Yeah. Uh, static ability. This is a mythic. Uh, static ability is Nicobolus Dragon God has all loyalty abilities of all other planeswalkers on the battlefield. That's silly. What? That is so silly. That's insane. <laughs> it doesn't even need to have any other abilities on him, and he would still yeah, be yeah, good. Yeah, it just happens. That is not so yeah all right and there's three other things that happen okay so you can plus one it it starts off with four loyalty you can plus one it to you draw a card each opponent exiles a card from their hand or a permanent they control that's pretty good yeah what <laughs> that's uh, plussing <laughs> that's plussing it you get to draw a card and everybody else has to discard or exile something you minus three it destroy target creature or planeswalker um so he's become the new Garrick that destroys planeswalkers. Yeah. Shit. Uh, or you can ultimate it for negative eight. Each opponent who doesn't control a legendary creature or planeswalker loses the game. And that the key word there is opponent. So if Nicobolus is your only planeswalker and you don't have a legendary creature out and you You're not kill die. him, you don't die. It's everybody else dies. Or <sighs> the people that don't have it. So it's something that wins you the game, gives you a ton of flexibility if there's a ton of planeswalkers. There's a lot of planeswalkers coming out. This is nuts this is so cool it's crazy it's so good yeah uh all right the next one is our box topper it is tezzeret master of the bridge what box topper yeah yeah it's gonna be it's a crazy good box topper it is four blue and black comes in with five loyalty it's uh uh static ability creature and planes creatures and plane walkers spells 
you cast have uh, affinity for artifacts. Blockers. It's plus two is Tezzeret Master. Well, Tezzeret deals X damage to each opponent where X is the number of artifacts you control. You gain X life. That's an ultimate on yeah, Agent of Bolas. I know. And That's, it's each opponent. It, each opponent takes that. It's not just picking yeah, one. Yeah. Agent of Bolas is targeting. Like, yeah. this is just a better ultimate right off the bat. And that's your plus two. And then it's minus three return target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. Minus eight exile the top 10 cards of your library. Put all artifact cards from among them onto the battlefield. Jesus. Like plus two and the minus eight are like ultimates both together. I almost like plus two better than the other. Yeah, I, I just plus two all day. Yeah, just like, gain life, do damage. Yeah. Gain life and do damage. This is... uh. Get your box toppers because this card is awesome. Yeah, that I mean, just that'd be sweet to play Ugin for free or Karn Liberated for free. Like, what? <laughs> How, what are you doing? This is stupid. Oh, the, man. Darksteel Forge for free? Like, come on. What are they doing? Uh, okay, so Domri, Onarch of Bolas, it is... Uh, looks like a rare. It's going to be colorless, yeah, a red, rare. and a green. Because it has the uh, two abilities. Yeah, static ability is creatures you control get plus one, plus oh. Meh. Yeah. Uh, plus one, add green or red. Creatures you uh, cast this turn can't be countered. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. Um, just because adding green, like green or red, at three mana, like that's a, a decent ramp mm-hmm. spell right there. Um, being able to make it so they're not countered. Um, and then minus two target creature you control fights target creature you don't control, uh, yeah. so it's removal. I I don't hate it. Uh, it's not my favorite. I think its static ability is one of the weaker ones of all the static abilities. Yeah, plus we've one seen. plus zero oh is not very. Like good. Like if it gave it something else, like vigilance or haste or something like that. I guess it would be trample or yeah. haste. Would I, I match definitely the like color. the the Domri from Ravnica. Yeah, Allegiance I do with the riot with it on yeah. that. Yeah, I definitely like that a lot. So this one's pretty meh for me. Yeah. Um, moving on to the next one, we have Raul is back. Raul Storm Conduit, and he is two, a blue, and a red. Whenever you, his static ability, whenever you cast a cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, Raul deals damage one damage to target opponent or planeswalker. Plus two ability. Oh, it has four loyalty. Plus two ability. Scry one. Minus two ability. When you cast your next instant or sorcery spell this turn, copy it. You may choose new targets for that spell. Eh. I, I like the pretty, I like the scry. They're both it, kind of weak. Uh, like the static ability is dealing only one damage. Like it, it's it's probably okay in that style. Like you can add this into Niv Mizzet Perun and be just fine. Like you're doubling that damage effect scrying one is pretty weak i think the the interesting part is it says cast or copy so it's allowing storm stuff to kind of happen because you're or not you know because a lot of times that doesn't happen when you're copying you know mm-hmm. it's only when you cast so this is allowing for you to really combo out and kill somebody so because okay. you don't really see that very often i don't think i okay. can even think of a card that does that where it's yeah i can't think of something like that either so that part's interesting the card itself i'm just more What's going on? Yeah, yeah. The scry scry one's pretty weak, and then doubling it or like you know double cast on it, what your next instant or sorcery seems pretty solid. So like when you do that, you cast copy. You're able to deal two damage off of that along mm-hmm. with whatever your spell is doing. That seems pretty cool. 
Spellslingers. All right, the uh, the next one. This uh, is you, right? Yep, you're on. Soren, Vengeful Bloodlord. Uh, it is two colorless, a white and a black. It uh, starts off with four loyalty. Static ability is as long as it's your turn, creatures and planeswalkers you control have lifelink. Uh, that seems really powerful yep, and I cool. I like that. Uh, the plus two on Soren, Vengeful Bloodlord, deals one damage to target player or planeswalker. Me. You gain one life off of it. Yeah. Uh, and then you can minus X, return target creature with converted mana cost X from your graveyard to the battlefield. That creature is a vampire in addition to its other types. I'll go on my Edgar deck. I can... Really? <laughs> Maybe? Possibly. It, it, that's the plus two. I mean, two. they're already vi- vampires, so that doesn't really matter, but it is returning... Yeah, it's your vampires get. It's okay. Lifelink. That's story pretty sweet. Wise, it'd be nice to see how they get Soren. Soren was put into a rock by Nahiri. What a douche. Yeah. So <laughs> it's the question is is like how did it get here? There's like a vendetta between the two from the last Zendikar block. So yay. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah. that that plus seems pretty weak, and the. Uh, it seems like nice recursion in its uh, static ability deck. is awesome. Yeah, everything else is, yeah, yeah. My favorite card, I think, out of this whole <laughs> fucking set, besides Nicol Bolas, is pretty sweet. Is the new Tefiri Time Raveler, and this is one white and a blue. Comes in with four loyalty. Its static ability: each opponent can cast spells only any time they could cast a sorcery. Fuck you, counterspell. <laughs> Too bad this goes in a counterspell deck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, on Arena, I'm going to play with four of these all the fucking time. I'm, I won't even be playing white and blue. This is somehow going to be in there. I will love it when people counterspell it. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it is a three drop, though. That's what I really like is yeah. you can get this out pretty early. Uh, it's plus one. This, it's freaking sick. Until your next turn, you may cast sorcery spells as though they had flash. There's so many good sorcery spells Absolutely. that if they were on other people's turns, they'd be so much better. Yep. And now being able... That's its plus one, so every turn you're doing that... This is quite good. It's minus three is return up to one target artifact, creature, or enchantment to its owner's hand. Draw a card. That's good that's in itself. Also quite yeah. Good. yeah, it almost <laughs> kills itself, but you're getting rid of the biggest threat. Yeah. Uh, artifact, creature. Uh, and it just... This card is cool, a lot better than a lot of the rare planeswalkers. Yeah, I think it's like one of this, the top ones for this the is probably rares. This was going to be a mythic, and they're like, cut out that third ability. Yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> the well, game we'll just drop it off. Yeah. But this card is really, really good. Yeah, I like this is my favorite because I don't like counter spells. <laughs> well, why don't you like the Domri then? It makes it so you can't have creature spells countered. Huh? Huh? Go to the next card. <laughs> Ajani, the Great Hearted. Uh, this one's a rare. Two colorless, a green and a white. Starts off with five loyalty. Uh, creatures you control have vigilance. Okay. Uh, plus one. I like you your little shout out to life. yourself. Okay. <laughs> the plus one is you gain three You're wasting three your time. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure if that's good enough either. And then you minus two. Put a one-one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty counter on each other planeswalker you control. That one seems pretty solid. But it's a minus two ability, which kind of sucks. Because your other Ajani is plussing, isn't it? And it gives... Uh, lo- no, no, it is a minus. No, 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 yeah, those are minus. all minuses. Yeah. So I, the way that I see it is you cast it, you put counters on everything you control. And except then, for it is the yeah, only one that doesn't it. get it. And so then maybe you do it again. It's down to one loyalty. Then you plus one it. 
maybe you just go back and forth so that you might always have something. But because your creatures are going to be able to block after having the counters on it and trying to attack because they have vigilance. So it's able to kind of always have creatures up to block. This seems like it could be really good. Yeah. I like the... Yeah. Again, probably solid on Atraxa, but everything goes really well on Atraxa, <laughs> right? All right. Then we move into the dual color uncommon uh, Planeswalkers. And we first start off with Angrath, Captain of Chaos. This is two. And we have Rakdos, Rakdos. And creatures you control have Menace. Has uh, five loyalty. It's minus two is a mass, which is one of the new abilities we did not talk about. Yeah. But a mass is you put two. Well, it depends on the number. So this is a mass two. So this one, you put two one one counters on an army. If you don't control an army, you make a zero zero zombie army creature first. And yeah. then you put the two one one counters. So you can't keep making zombies if you have an Armies. army. Or yeah, that means armies. If you have an army in play, when a mass happens, that one's always going to get counters on it. So you can't have multiple armies necessarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it just it, it doesn't go wide. It goes tall, and yeah. it'll make you something if you don't have it. Yeah. Uh, this one seems okay. It's giving okay. Giving a creature's yeah. menace for four isn't awful, and then giving yourself an army. A 2-2. Two, two. A 2-2 two, two isn't bad, but like, so you minus two it to give yourself a 2-2 two, two that has menace. And then the next turn you minus to it to give it, make it a four four instead of a two two, like. That in commander, super in commander, good. I don't think this is. I don't good. think it'll last. Yeah, I don't oh. think this is good in commander. It might be good in oh, or standard. If, or, or if it dies by blocking, you get to make another two two. Yeah, and then it's at one loyalty and it's going to die. Yep. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Kaya, Bane of the Dead, which is three colorless Orzov, 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 uh, starts off with seven loyalty. This is the part that I, I really get excited about this one. Uh, your opponents and permanents your opponents control with Hexproof can be the target of spells and abilities you control as though they didn't have Hexproof. That's the static that awesome. ability. I, this always makes me stand up and go, oh, what do I get to do? <laughs> oh, Hexproof doesn't, uh, you know, Hexproof gets rid of asceticism. Well, shroud, spell, well, all yeah, that Shroud's would, still around. But, yeah. Uh, you can't affect shrouded things, so lightning grief still works, but swiftfoot boots get so you know this is pretty nice. And then it's you minus can do three is exile twice, target creature. Least. Yeah, so um, so you pay six. It is a little bit high casting. Yeah, yeah. But would you pay six to exile a target creature that has hexproof? Mm-hmm. I'd think uh, about it. Commander, then, that's all you're doing is blocking. And then your... If you know you can do it again. It'd be way worth it. Yeah. To pay six, exile a creature. Next turn, exile a creature. It's down to one loyalty, and you you just got rid of two hexproofed creatures. That's pretty solid. Yep. I think it's pretty good. Uh, next one is a card I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it spawned a Blazing. spec for me to go after and for my spec this week. But anyways, Veraska Swarms Eminence to Golgari Golgari. And it comes in with five loyalty. Whenever a creature you control with death touch deals damage to a player or planeswalker, put a 1-1 counter on that creature. It's minus two is create a 1-1 black assassin creature token with death touch. And whenever this creature deals damage to a planeswalker, destroy that planeswalker. Um, The cool thing with this is if you have walking ballista, and you have Basilisk Collar on it, 
You, you pull one of the counters off. off, hit one with somebody in the face, you get a counter, you get a counter, you keep getting counters until they're dead. So there's a combo there of going mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So, so which one? Walking Ballista and Basilisk <laughs> no, no, Caller. Which I'm just Basilisk Caller. Yeah, that's my spec. spec for later. All right, so that one's pretty sweet. Then we move. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And that goes into like Glissa the Trader perfectly because yeah. that's death, or first strike, death touch. Uh, and so uh, Kiora, Behemoth, uh, Beckoner, uh, two colorless and a Simic starts off with seven uh, loyalty. And then static ability is whenever a creature with power four or greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. That seems that's pretty good, pretty cool. Four might four, be a yeah. little like three seems to be more like uh, there's some enchantments that are they're like between three and four, and three is definitely just better. Uh, and then it's minus one is untapped target permanent. Uh, that seems pretty cool when you start off with seven loyalty. Seven, yeah, for a three drop. <laughs> yeah, and if you're supposed to be playing more four drops and you're able to untap them, if you want to attack, you have some blockers laying back. Uh, this card seems like it could see a little bit of play. I don't know. I, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't play this in like Kimena or anything because you need that four power. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure where I would necessarily put it. Maybe an Animar deck. Mm-hmm. Um, so. All right. Next one is Nahiri. We have two, or is no Nahiri Storm of Stone, and it's two Boros Boros, and it's static ability. It comes in with six loyalty. As long as it's your turn, creatures you control have first strike, and equipped abilities you activate cost one less to activate. That is going in my uh, partner commander deck that yeah, I use equipment. This, this can go in any equipment yeah. deck. Minus X Nahiri deals X damage to target tapped creature. So that's pretty sweet. It's removal in itself. Um, it could stop people from like, attacking because they're not going to tap their stuff down, or you know, like it has the ability to kill something. Mm-hmm. It does nothing against the Ajani because they all have vigilance. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck you, because you know it only gives first strike on your turn, and equip cost. The equip cost minusing one is pretty solid. Um, yeah. So I, I think this is a, this a, a cool deck. card. I think it's definitely a, a look yeah. for equipment decks. And then our last one. Uh, Samut, uh, Tyrant. Samut. Oh, uh, Tyrant Smasher. Two colorless. Uh, Gruel Gruel. Starts with five loyalty. Static ability is creatures you control have haste. Solid. Uh, minus one is target creature gets plus two plus one and gains haste until end of turn. Scry one. See, this would have been one I yelled at again, too. Being but like, now you... Because if they're going, all right, I'm going to give it haste. All right, well, I kill it. Then it still has the haste is yeah. what it's trying to yeah, say. Yeah, so if Samu were to die after using its ability one last time, it still gets haste. Yeah. Or it just always has double haste. Which is insane because it gets there really fast. Yeah. Even if you have totally. a blocker, it's like your blocker's going to block, and it's like, whoa, where the <laughs> fuck did he go? <laughs> you didn't know I was there. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like uh, anything that gives all your creatures haste is pretty sweet, and then it adds... That, and that it's adding mana cost. two plus one haste and a scry. Like, they're just like, all right, what, what else can we throw on here? Let's throw a scry and how <laughs> well, about... Green, green, red scrying is solid. Yeah. I like that. I like this better than the rare Domri that's up there. Yeah. Like, that one just seems bad. This seems solid for uncommon and just does kind of what you want. Mm-hmm. So... Overall, what do you think? So uh, far, so we have, like, like, four or five Planeswalkers we haven't seen. So we haven't seen Ugin. I think there's another Chinese yeah, I, one I that we haven't seen. It. I don't even remember. Uh, I think there's like four or five that we still have yet to see. I 
Okay, here, I'm going to skip over that question and ignore what you're saying. <laughs> what do you think about the static abilities on the planes? I love it. I love the static abilities of it. I want, I wish Planeswalkers had that all the time. Like, that's pretty sweet. Sure. It's, I like having that. It, it adds, moved it towards like an enchantment level yeah. style along with having those abilities. I like a lot how they took away the, the, the loyalty abilities to downgrade the rarities. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was really well done for uncommon rare and mythic. So when they do a common, it just doesn't have ability. <laughs> yeah. A common yeah. one. It just, it's, it's just, just an, an enchantment, enchantment but it's die. a planeswalker. No, no loyalty ability comes in with five loyalty <laughs> that you can't use. That's a bad, that's probably a bad card. But I think they, they should have done it or maybe they will do it. <laughs> no, they're not. They will not do that. Uh, I'm a little afraid that the mythic, planeswalkers in this that have the static ability and three more that might be too powerful yeah they're pretty ridiculous they they seem especially really especially nickel bolas yeah, it's nickel insane Bol- has like just think if you oh have my gosh. Uh, like there's the dovin ban play uh the new dovin from ravnica allegiance so you can plus one it and then for each creature that deals damage to a player you get to put a one one counter on it yeah so, so if you do that and then give it get it over eight then the next turn you just win the game yeah it's, uh, i guess they have dovin but you're then, fucking uh, it yeah. up anyway <laughs> Um, like that just thing, or like Kowatli, which gives you for plus how, one, yeah. it, and then you put a one one uh, for how many creatures you have. For how many creatures? Yeah. Like if if somebody's playing that stuff and they have God Pharaoh or Nicopolis, you're just like, what the fuck, man? It makes you not want to play good planeswalkers. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really cool. I like. So you like the static stuff then? I do really yeah. like the static stuff. I think it. I think it ups the power level, and I'm always for upper power level so do you want to hear my quick thing i kind of mentioned to you what i think about what's happening with the planeswalkers so i think two things that i think is happening with this set we either are having all the planeswalkers die which is why we're seeing the lower and lower ability of you know rare and uncommon and what might happen is potentially we lose these planeswalkers for a few sets and as you can see nicol bolas is becoming a god from his name Mm -hmm. or we do have them succeed which is probably what's going to happen and that this becomes more of a normal thing that we have rares and uncommon planeswalkers i'm hoping that's what's going to happen um there may be still in the middle where they just keep going back to the same thing but i think this is a good add i think adding planeswalkers instead of only having three or four planeswalkers a set you're having eight to ten planeswalkers a set and you can put them in rare and uncommon stuff then it it, it becomes more like enchantments you know sure you don't get sure. 36 enchantments a set but you get like 10 to 15 new enchantments a set or whatever uh and so i hope that this is the route that they keep going because i really do like this he, a lot here would be my thought off of what you're saying so Planeswalkers are supposed to be unique, mm-hmm. and um, and if you're putting, you know, I I, th- I think I'd like more than three or four that they normally put in. I'd like more than that, but I don't know if ten is too much. Like, I don't I don't think you want to take the reason why this is cool is because it hasn't been done. Yeah. You're having a lot of planeswalkers in there. So if you saw this each set, you would if get sick it, of it. You, would, you think you would become less enamored with it. And so I think if you make this an event type thing when everybody has to get together and take down the big baddie, that's cool. But if you're doing it all the time, 
I feel like you just take away a, a little bit of that luster. So what do you think about the other way of what if he None wins? None of them. Again, I... I think you I, have, I don't think they can because that's like yeah. the bread and butter of each set Plane, is like Planeswalkers are the poster boys for mm-hmm. poster people Planeswalkers for for each set and so if you take those away you're kind of it's the story is based around Planeswalkers so in my mind you're not taking Planeswalkers out unless you're going to completely new planes completely new story for a bit and completely and then you're just getting new ones. So that I can totally see where they kill off a ton of these good guys and then go somewhere completely else. Mm-hmm. And you just don't see any, like everything is new. I, I can maybe go along with that. And then you gradually could work this story back where you have people like, what if they, I mean, that'd be crazy if they actually have Nicobolus win and completely sure, destroy yeah. and become a god. Although the gods are in this too. The f- yeah, the the uh, Oketra and Kefnet and Ronus and... Not Hazareth, yeah, <laughs> uh, and Erebos. Yeah, there you go. Those those will all be back. Yeah, they will probably be legendary. But not Hazareth because he he lived. He didn't actually get killed by. He was Nicobolus. saving. Uh, was what I was reading. Saving the people from. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Anyways, there's so, there's some more story like, stuff. Story, that story we're gonna... wise, like I, I think you're stuck in the middle. I think you almost have to kill off Nicobolus. I like him. He's or a or severely weaken him again. So, like, he loses, maybe not die, but has to go lick his wounds for a couple sets and we don't see him. It'd be crazy if they I, if he wins, though. If he wins, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Because right now, like, he's you, you got a lot of them together and he's stealing all of their abilities. They're going to go Game of Thrones on this shit and kill all the bad, all the good guys. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, Red Wedding? <laughs> I think, like, if you're trying to play off of that uh, insanity... You uh, you passed that boat a couple years ago. This, in my mind, is more of them playing off the Avengers. Yeah, they're bringing everybody together. You got to. That's of, what a lot of the talk is. Is yeah. like, uh, I mean, that we're talking about the trailer, but that's kind of what the, it gives you the feels with that. Like, you got these heroes, which are your planeswalkers, and it totally is the Avengers going against uh, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, and that's Nicol Bolas for this. You know, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, I could see a good series set up with this sure, you know sure, sure. like and i was telling you before i show this to my brother who hasn't played magic since he was like six and he was like that was really cool he doesn't know any of the characters doesn't he know anybody. he played that one time when he got drunk and wanted ham sandwiches yeah that means kidding. he remembers it less <laughs> but yeah so he uh but he saw it and he's like that's really cool and i was like that could be a movie right he's like yeah or a tv show or something yeah. he totally agreed like that would be a cool a show just watching that trailer uh so this is uh do we need to move on yeah we definitely do i was about to look at the time we're probably at, oh we're almost at two hours <laughs> this is my ah, i hope you're drinking yeah the, the funny thing is is when we cut out laura time which we're gonna probably add in thank later, god we yeah i was like oh man are we gonna have enough time like what if we get done with our uh talking about gameplay in like 10 minutes <laughs> no that took 50 minutes for us yeah. to talk about that all yeah. right Let's so we'll have more to talk about the spoilers. Of course, more was spoiled, but when more comes out, we're gonna kind of narrow down, especially the the generals that we want to talk about and cards sure, that are affecting sure. Commander. Yeah. We don't want to reveal everything because some stuff sucks, but we want to talk about the Planeswalkers because they're, the they're static unique. abilities are a Commander thing to be able to use. You know, it's something. Yeah, right now, like twenty percent of them aren't 
good enough for Commander, but, but a lot of them are of them at least were. interesting. Yeah. So, so, all right. So let's move into Smith Specs of the Week. Smith Specs of the Week, guys. Ho, ho, ho. The first card, I guess I'll start it off with one card I had already kind of mentioned. Uh, it's Basilisk Collar. And actually, I should get my notes out instead of just looking at the card. Um, so Basilisk Collar, the reason why I kind of went off with this one is because of that combo piece uh, with Veraska. Um, and Walking Ballista. Walking Ballista. It's pretty ridiculous. But Lowry actually had picked this, uh, I think it was around last, last year, maybe a year ago or so. Yeah, like around last spring, last summer. It's a really good card. Like in general, this is a good card. The regular, the non foils, I always do the regular. The non foils are at like five bucks right now. Mm hmm. But the, the foils are sitting seven bucks. Actually, no, I was picking mine up for six. So if you get Modern so, Masters 2017, you can get them for six dollars. The inventory is low on those, so that this one's actually a more like you need to pick these up sooner rather than later if you want mm-hmm, the foils. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe what is the uh, World Wake ones? World Wake ones are eleven, so it's not that much more expensive. But but if if this catches on or walking ballista is just a really good card yeah. and putting basilisk collar on it makes it even better right so um it and basilisk collar is a fantastic equipment for and it's an 8500 edh decks yeah, so totally it's it. it used in a ton of decks so i, I definitely think you should i'm going to be short on our specs just because we're really long on time but Definitely pick these up. I picked up a few of these. I had regular non-foil ones of these. I know. I keep going regular. <laughs> regular ones. Uh, but definitely get the foils. This is only $2 or a dollar, fifty more, more the, and you yeah, can get a foil. Yeah, the percentages are off on it. Yeah, so, so definitely that's definitely foil. something that's going to go pretty soon. Uh, Larry, why don't you go into your first one? Uh, my first one is going to be a white screen. Uh, it's <laughs> going to be Thalia, uh, Heretic, Cathar. So this, and but specifically the Buy a Box promo. I really like this. Pick. The the art is different from the original or uh, uh, the set. And so basically, I'm just looking at this. Uh, I was still going off of the uh, differences that I the article talked we about. talked about yeah. a couple weeks ago. And so I was kind of looking at this versus TCG and uh, Card Kingdom. And then I noticed that the promo, like pre-release promo and the foil are both sitting at six. This being at two, 250 seems to be a lot yeah. to get up to six easy. So, so I, he showed me this card when we were, when we were talking about our specs beforehand. And first off, the art of this is so much better, yeah. in my opinion. I Just love the art when, of this. When a card catches on, the buy a box promo gets more expensive. So, like, if you sit down and look at the Celestial Colonnade that's from World Wake, that was a buy a box promo, and that one's like 10, 20 bucks more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have, oh, I might be wrong on that. But there's uh, the buy a box promo for New Phyrexia was the black one that like exile stuff yeah that one's twenty dollars more than the regular foil. well you go so. off of the the ixalan you know the um, uh growing rights of itlamok that Those buy a box promo because of the different more yeah. expensive uh if the art is better which or i think different. The art, i like the art of this so much better than the original art on this and it's so much cheaper so i was yeah, like and so this one being so much cheaper you know uh a third of the price it's well worth it's almost the same price it is almost the same price as getting a regular one yeah yeah it's (laughs) a (laughs) non-foil so i I think this is a no-brainer i don't even have this card and i will by the time this cast is gone i will have picked up some of these (laughs) because this is i i think that's a very good pick 
I like it. Uh, my next one it has to deal with the general that was revealed, which we did not talk about on this, but uh, we will talk about it next week. But it's Master of the Wild Hunt, and I'm more focused on the Masters 25 edition. Foils. The foils, yeah. So those are sitting at... I was able to pick them up for around 550, and I was still seeing them on TCG for 550. If that Wolf General kind of catches on, this card could really spike. But this is a good card in general, like as a card for Commander. Making it's creating. Yeah, you're creating Wolf tokens, and then you can tap all your Wolf tokens to do damage to a creature. Kind of fights. Yeah, and then they can deal the damage, whatever they choose with that. But the main thing is. The Masters 25 is at 550. If you go to the M10s, they're at 12 to 15 bucks right now. Mm-hmm. So there's a big mm-hmm. difference between the modern or the Masters 25 and the M10 ones. So w- with the Wolf Commander, Wolf General, and the difference between uh, the prices of Masters 25 and M10, I think this is an easy pickup. So I picked up probably a playset or two of these guys. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so definitely pick that one up larry your next one uh it's gonna end up being dark steel forge from uh m uh, 14 and i'm talking about the foils uh on card kingdom specifically their foil and non-foil were both 25 last i checked and so that tells me go for the foil and along with tezzeret master of the bridge that's the bio box promo this it gets affinity for artifacts and it's just gonna come down way cheaper once you know you could be potentially playing it the turn that tesseract comes into play and then it makes all of your artifacts indestructible this seems like a lock in all of those style of decks yeah for sure um sorry i didn't you keep talking with it because i'm changing my pick (laughs) (laughs) uh so darksteel forge is also just there's a it goes in just about every artifact deck it goes in brea as your commander uh it can go in padim uh, it goes into a t- like I said, all of the artifact decks. It almost should be a consideration, or just yeah, should go on for that. sure, because it just it's it's the Avison Angel of Hope for artifact decks, it just mm-hmm. or Sliver Hive Lord makes everything indestructible, super hard to deal with, uh, and I highly suggest. And your normal your non foils are mm-hmm. about twenty bucks, so it's you know you're paying eight dollars more yeah. for Again, a foil. Go check out. Card Kingdom, uh, they had it at twenty five. Haven't checked in a couple days, mm-hmm. but um, it is something that I would definitely pick up at twenty five to thirty dollars because I see it going way, yeah, way higher. Oh man, it makes me want to just sell my non foil one and just pick up a foil for the same price. That's kind of crazy. All right, I kind of changed my pick as Larry was talking there because I decided <laughs> I want to talk about the other one next week when we discuss that general and everything. Mm-hmm. But this still has to deal with the wolf general. But this more so, um, just it's kind of going off of what Larry had with your Thalia. Um, so this is a pre-release card with different art, and it's Mayor of Averbrook. Is that how you say it? Brook? Averbrook. Brook. Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah. Brook. 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 What's up, Brock? Um, <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> That's why I laughed. Sup, laugh. bro? <laughs> Sup, bro? Sup, bro? Uh, so this deals with wolves when it flips. Right now, when it, when it comes into play, it's a, a green and a colorless, and it gives your humans one plus one. Uh, you had mentioned to me when I, I was telling you about this that it works with the human deck a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people play this in the modern humans deck. But the, uh, the flip side of it is 
Other werewolf and wolf creatures get one plus one, and at the beginning of your upkeep, you get to generate a two-two wolf creature. Mm-hmm. So, with the new commander, him coming into play, you generate a three-three that deals three damage to if you want it to fight something, and you gain three life. All that. Uh, I was picking these up, these foils for a dollar fifty, the pre-release foils. When you look at the other foils, well, they're not that much more. I guess they're yeah, almost four. four bucks. But the regular is sitting around two as well. Yeah, so, so cheaper to get the foil pre-release than just to get a non-foil. Mm-hmm. Um, there was still quite a bit of inventory on these. You have some time on them. but And, and the discussion between us was like, you're, you're kind of uh, high on the wolf mm-hmm. deck being able to be built. And I'm a little more hesitant on it, just giving people a warning. Like, I don't know if there's enough to make a no, I deck know. very good. And so, like, these cards might go up a little, like, might go up. But for me, it's not as sure of a thing as, like, ninjas or wolves. Right. It's it's not in that category. And that's, but it has potential. The ones that I, it's all my list that I have, the only ones I spec'd on were cards that were... Oh, not necessarily. I, like when I did Low walls, inventory or used in yeah. different spots. When you did walls, when like, I did cool, just bought cool. all the walls I could to just try to you know get that to work. This I bought, I think probably eight different wolf dealing cards. Like I didn't go through and buy every single wolf mm-hmm. card, but I am going to use that. What what is a, an interesting technique for selling lately? I've been noticing is when you sell them in lots on eBay. They don't sell as much as the singles, but I do. Probably once a month, sell either a coin flip lot or a sapperling lot or a wall lot. Mm-hmm. The ninja lots, when that came out, I sold those immediately. I did sell two of those. And that's easier for me because then I can ship it as a big package and I don't have to pay multiple times for shipping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so with this, I bought enough that I can put them as a foil wolf lot. And you're going to have a couple people out there like, I like wolves. I want to buy easier. these. And together, boom, yeah. I can sell three sets of them make my money back two sets of them make my money back so um but some of these and we'll talk next week a couple other things with that but they're the more of them are the buy list are still pretty similar so if i really wanted to get out i can just go all right card kingdom here take it back and i didn't lose any money out on them so mm-hmm. all right your last one uh, is going to be fate and unraveler so it's uh, you talked about it in your necrosaur deck uh whenever some, an opponent draws a card they take and they take a life this is in like uh if i'm remembering right like 80 percent of nekasar decks yeah this um, is an awesome card in there and nekasar is a high like top five made played commander deck because it's badass and um and so that told me that this was you know one of the higher played cards it does have a reprint in a commander set and so like the non-foils are worth nothing mm-hmm. and the foil here is worth like a buck and I feel like this is something that has a lot of potential to go up as as a foil, um, and so yeah, for a dollar, yeah, for a dollar in a highly played deck, it doesn't go into a ton of decks, but with that price, it feels like uh, it's something that could easily go up to like four or five dollars in, mm-hmm. in a year or so. With it being like an enchantment creature, it's going to be harder to work into like a master's style set. Um, so yeah, that, that was my thought on it. I just, Hey, and I feel like the foils were a little low inventory as well. Okay. So. Congratulations on the longest episode we've ever fucking recorded. Yeah. <laughs> this should have almost been, we, we are at the two. two hour mark right there. <laughs> 
All right. You're so, welcome. Yeah, that you was... You are uh, welcome. Was if you long... have an hour drive to work, you can listen to us on the way on back. On the way back, yeah. <laughs> Who is... Uh, which one is it that... Uh, I'm not going to listen to this. <laughs> I was going to say, who's... Well, I have to listen and edit it. Oh, shit. I got to edit this. Damn it. Uh, there's one of our listeners appreciates the longer episodes because he can listen. I don't know which one is work. Yeah, on the, uh, on the drive, the drive-in. Mm. Uh, all anyways, of all of them. Yeah. You're anyways, welcome. let's let's end this quick. So <laughs> you guys can follow us on Twitter at Commander Smiths. Uh, you can subscribe, like, and stuff at our YouTube channel uh, at Commander Smiths. And you can go to our Patreon at with- Commander Smiths. And then you can Gmail us at Commander Smiths. I think that'll be it. We got to cut yeah, this. Go. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Wait. What? Bye. See ya.